When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, thrilled to have you here for another epic debate. And if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, want to let you know we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And want to let you know no matter what walk of life you are from, folks, we hope you feel welcome. So we're glad you're here. And also want to let you know, Folks, if you have not yet hit that subscribe button, do it now as you do not want to miss Matt Dillahunty taking on Samuel Nassan next month on whether or not Jesus fulfilled prophecy. That is going to be an epic debate, and be sure to hit that notification bell as well so you don't miss it live. Also, folks, we are going to do basically a quick introduction of our guests, then I will explain the format, and then we will jump right into it. But we are very excited to welcome our guests. We're thrilled to have them. Folks, the debaters are the lifeblood of the channel. We love these guys. We're thankful for all the debaters. And so we are going to give them a chance to share about what you can expect to find at their link in the description. And so we will start with, it's been a long time, G-Man. I'm like, what? Has it been like a year? It seems like it's been so long. G-Man, thrilled to have you back. What can people expect to find at your link? Uh, if you go to the G-Man channel, you'll see me going up against the uh, black people Israelites. You'll see me correcting them on a biblical basis and showing them why they're not telling the truth about being the Jews. And if, we, and if you go to GTV, you will hear me argue against uh, the theory of evolution as well as atheism. If you go to those two, if you, if you either go to GTV or the G-Man channel. You got it. Well, thrilled to have you back, G-Man. And also, praise, good to have you back. What can people expect to find at your channel? Thanks for being with us as well. Always the same stuff. I appreciate uh, coming here to have a discussion with the our interlocutors tonight, Jim, and also Canadian atheists. It should be fun. Also, man, it's my first time with G-Man. It'll be awesome. But my channel just consists of apologetics, um, just the usual stuff, defending the faith. And, uh, yeah, I, I have a whole new channel now because YouTube shut me down because – of a macaroni commercial i thought that was pretty ridiculous but yeah so i hope people check out my new channel um i don't know if you have it james but yeah i'll have to send it to you oh well you must send that to us and we are thrilled to have you here praise i will update that link in the description once you send it so thank you very much and then jim majors glad to have you back once again it's been a while as well though it's like we are thrilled to have these guys and so anyway jim if you want to share, hey, uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Uh, for those who don't know me, I am James's dad. Um, so it's a pleasure to be here. You can find me uh, on YouTube, youtube.com slash Jim Majors, or follow me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at the Jim Majors. Thanks, dad. And Michael, thrilled to have you back as well. What can people expect to find at your link? And thanks as well for being with us. 
James, thanks so much for having me back. It's always a pleasure. Uh, if you go to the Canadian Atheist, uh, you'll just find a podcast I do with a friend of mine where we talk about uh, some of the silly things that uh, believers uh, say and do, and we have conversations with uh, believers and non-believers. You got it. Now, there is, I know we worked on this before going live. Praise if you're able to turn your mic down just a smidge. And then, Michael, I hate to ask, but because everybody's out, everybody else's mic is a little bit loud, if you're able to bump yours up just a bit, that way we'll be able to hear you. And so, with that, we are excited, folks, to jump into this. The way it's going to go is we're going to have Jim Majors and Michael, the Canadian Atheist, going first for the opening statement, following, followed by G-Man and Praise for their opening as well. And after that, open dialogue, followed by Q&A. So if you have another question, feel free to fire it into the old live chat, tagging me with at Modern Day Debate. That makes it easier for me to see it and get those questions in our Q&A list. And with that, thrilled to have you guys here. The floor is all yours, Jim and Michael, for your opening statement. Well, Jim and I talked, and I'm going to take the lead in this. I have very little to say. I'm going to leave uh, most of the opening to uh, to Jim. He's uh, He's got more to say than I do. The little bit that I will say is that the idea of uh, slavery is uh, completely immoral, um, and it's absolutely... Uh, it's absolutely okay with the Bible. All you have to do is uh, read anything from Exodus, um, Leviticus, or Deuteronomy, and you can you can see that. Um, and anyone arguing that uh, that uh, slavery is okay, um, I'm not sure where they're coming from. That's all I've got to say. I'm going to pass it over to Jim. Oh, uh, that was short and sweet. <laughs> um, so slavery is wrong. Period. Um, it, I just want to start with that, it, but it's important that we distinguish like what we're talking about when we're talking about slavery. Um, firstly, the, the slavery that most people think of when they hear the word, um, is, uh, usually the ant- antebellum slavery, transatlantic slave trade, um, something of that nature, something of a more, more modern sense, something that's happened, you know, in, within the past, you know, 600, 700 years, 800 years, um, in ancient times, uh, slavery was extremely common. Uh, um, specifically, whenever we're talking about the Old Testament, uh, there the the word for slave, abed, is something that can be uh, um, applied to many different things. Um, it can be applied to an actual slave, somebody who is a possession of somebody else who can be sold and bought and owned in perpetuity along with their children, uh, bread, uh, so on and so forth. Um, which was the main source of, of slaves at the time. Uh, or you could have uh, debt slavery, which was um, from one, Israel, uh, one Israelite to another. It was um, a sort of grace that was extended to an Israelite, um, a fellow Israelite. Um, or it was somebody who was in a, uh, in a position of subservience to a ruler um, or to somebody of a, of a, a higher um, a hierarchical uh, status. Um, so um, let's see. So God doesn't think that slavery is wrong. Um, God thinks that the enslavement of the Israelites is wrong. Um, he brought them out of Egypt because they are his slaves, as you can see in uh, Leviticus 25. Um, that's why one Hebrew cannot own another. Uh because it's the the divine will of God that the Israelites serve him. So uh, when we're talking about 
how the Bible feels about slavery, about whether it's good or bad or, or, or whatever. The Bible doesn't think that it's bad. Is it bad? Yes, absolutely. Uh, they don't think that it's bad because they say, oh, well, it's just it's just debt slavery. It's just um, somebody in a in a uh, in, in a, a financially impoverished situation where they are um, they are selling themselves temporarily. It's just six years um, until they can work off their debt or until somebody buys them out, until somebody pays their debt for them. Um, so th- there are there are no laws that prohibit slavery. Again, it prohibits the enslavement of Israelites uh, when uh, when an Israelite can't pay his debts, right? Now let's talk about the non-Hebrew. Okay, um, it says that uh, you look, look at Leviticus twenty-five, right, forty-four through forty-six. It says that uh, that you can take them from the nations around you, and they will become your property, right? You may keep them as a possession for your children after you. Um, so it's something that you, that can be inherited. Right. Inherited property. These people you may treat as slaves. But as for your uh, your fellow Israelites, your Israelite kinsmen, you cannot. You know, no, no, you, no, no, you cannot. You shall not rule ruthlessly over the other. OK, so this implies that you can rule ruthlessly over a foreign born slave, as earlier in Leviticus 25 lines out. Uh, those are pure property. And that's all they are. Um, so um, let's see. Sorry, I misplaced uh, my spot. So what does it mean to rule over them ruthlessly or with vigor? Uh, is that something that is that is so bad? Uh, if, you, if we read um, Exodus 1 verses 13 through 14, it kind of gives us some context as to what to rule ruthlessly or with vigor over somebody is. Uh, it says the Egyptians became ruthless in imposing tasks on the Israelites when the Israelites were slaves in Egypt and made their lives bitter with hard service in mortar and brick and in every kind of field labor. They were ruthless in all tasks that they imposed on them. Now, the Bible goes further to, to stipulate the, uh, the conditions um, under which you can keep these slaves or treat these slaves. Uh, for the the Hebrew, you had to treat them as if they were a a hired worker, as if they were just um, somebody that you would just normally hire to do a job. Uh, it says that you cannot work them ruthlessly or with vigor. You cannot lord over them, but you can with the non-Israelites. You can with those that that come from around you. Uh, originally, the this applied to the Canaanites, but but later it was extended to all non-Israelites, um, you know, there, there was no uh, just indentured servitude for non-Israelites. You know, there was just straight up enslavement. And when when uh, when later uh, later revisions of this uh, um, this this law, these laws outlining slave ownership um, were done, it it doesn't call the Israelites slaves or servants or anything of that nature, it calls them your brothers that you, uh, that you may work the non-Israelites, but your brothers, the Israelites, no man shall hold crushing sway over his brother. 
uh, or should your brother come to uh, come into debt under you and be sold to you, you shall not work him the work of a slave. Uh, you shall teach your brother like a resident hireling, right? Um, so there, it, yes, it, it is wrong. Um, it cannot be compared with uh, with modern day slavery because it's not the same. Does it have similarities? Yes, absolutely. Uh, what similarities? Um, the chattel aspect, for one. Uh, like I said, you can you could breed your slaves. Um, there was there were stipulations. There was there was a way that even Hebrews, your fellow Israelites, could uh, could become permanent slaves and and pass down their children and so on and so forth. Uh, if they decided that they wanted to stay, or if they were given a wife and they wanted to to stay after the the uh, the period of manumission was up. Um, so you, you have Exodus twenty one. You've got Deuteronomy fifteen. You've got Leviticus twenty five. Uh, and they seem to be revised in that order. So Exodus 21 seems to be older than Deuteronomy 15, and Leviticus 25 seems to be newer than both of them. And it seems like Leviticus 25 is takes a, the, so, the same softer approach as Deuteronomy 15 does, um, but it uh, it does so in a way that it takes both Exodus 21 and Deuteronomy 15 into consideration. Uh, you can look into the 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 New Testament, right? Um, the where they use words like doulos, you know, where that is not a word like a bed that can be applied over a wide range. It doesn't mean it's not like it might mean servant. It might mean bond servant. It might mean actual slave. No, it means slave. Ownership, possession of a person as if they are your property. You cannot even compare the two. So if somebody wants to say that, oh, well, there was only debt slavery in the in the Old Testament. Oh, well, then where did this Christian idea, this New Testament idea of actual enslavement come come from? Um, the idea of lex talionis, justice of an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, did not apply to slaves. Um, if if uh, if you hit a slave so that you injured his eye or his tooth then you, he was free to go. But if a man hit, an, hit another man, an Israelite hit another fellow Israelite and took his eye or his tooth, then the same was done to him. An eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, burn for burn, death for death, what have you. Um, you could see that they were seen as, as lower status people when you look in Exodus 21 um, verses 29 through 32 or 33 that um, is talking about the goring of the ox and what you should do to an ox who has already gored somebody before and is not being restrained by its owner and it kills somebody again. Well, if that person is a non-Israelite, then uh, the owner of the ox, in addition to the ox, were killed uh, in, with, 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 some, with some conditions that um, a ransom could be paid, um, a ransom that would be... Uh, proposed by the opposite side, by the, the person who lost their children's life or spouse's life or what have you. And then the person who owned the ox could either accept it or he could die. Now, if it was a slave, if, if the gore kill, or if the, the ox gored and killed somebody's slave, 30 shekels of silver, the going rate for a slave that day, it's about $200 today. That's the going rate, the market price for a slave, if you will. 
Um, so justice did not apply to them uh, in, in any way whatsoever. Just that there are so many reasons why slavery in the Old Testament is bad. So I'm dying to hear why it's not. So I'm, I'm going to uh, conclude my time there. Super juicy. And we will kick it over to our theist guests to make their defense. So thanks so much, G-Man, and praise the floor is all yours. So, G-Man, you want me to do my presentation first, or it's up to you, brother? What do you want to do? Yeah, you go ahead and do your presentation, then, I, then just leave me with about three to five minutes, and I'll take care Sweet. of it. Sweet. Perfect. Uh, James, do you have that up there? I can. You'll just have to screen share before I can put it up. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Just let me know when you see it. All right. I'm fitting it to the screen, and uh, you should be good to go in three, two, one, and you're all set. Oh, sweet. Here we go. Biblical slavery. So that's our topic tonight. And to prevent, to preempt equivocation and or the likelihood of us talking past each other, with our interlocutors, our opponents first must provide a clear case for involuntary servitude or subjugation. Anything less than this does not meet the requirements for biblical slavery. So here's a quick overview of the biblical socioeconomic system. Israelites and non-Israelites were under one law, Numbers 15, 15 through 30. So it's impossible to convict Israel of mistreating non-Israelites especially when God commanded Israel to love and not to oppress aliens. Exodus 22, 21, 23, 9, Deuteronomy 24, 14, and Leviticus 19, 34. The biblical socioeconomic system was instituted to prevent poverty of both Israelites and non-Israelites by providing debt relief. Deuteronomy 24, 14, Leviticus 25, 35. If chattel slavery was such a thing in, scripture, in the scriptures, there would have been owners, Baals, not masters, Adons, because chattel livestock, for example, would have been returned back to their owner. Example, examples, Exodus 21, 29, and 34, while escaped abeds, abeds were not to be returned back to their masters, as Deuteronomy 25, 15 stipulates. The Israelites and surrounding nations were involved in a suzerain vassal treaty throughout the region, which makes it impossible for there to be chattel POWs. Both had contractual agreements to do specific jobs like military support and tribute. For example, Joshua 9, 3 through 27, 16, 10, 17, 3, Judges 128 and 30 through 35. For instance, God punished the Hebrew nation for their breach of the suzerainty treaty, 2 Samuel 21, 1. And the king of Israel was required to compensate the Gibeonites for their loss, 2 Samuel 21, 2 through 9. This demonstrates that the Hebrew Susandi Treaty placed a higher order of obligation on the Susan, suzerain, in this case Israel, than it did on the vassal, which is the Gibeonites, a situation unique in the ancient Near East. Now I'm going to bust misconceptions about uh, biblical slavery. For there to be biblical slavery, the supposed 613 laws of the Pentateuch would have to be shown to be legislative. However, the mainstream view by scholars is that only the Decalogue was legislative. This is because only the Ten Commandments are apodictic or prescriptive, while the other 
while the other laws are casuistic or descriptive. Since only the Ten Commandments are prescriptive, then the atheists and skeptics alike cannot pin any notions of slavery on the biblical God. Contrary to what atheists peddle about the Ten Commandments not prohibiting slavery, the Ten Commandments do outrightly outlaw slavery. The Tenth Commandment, which is thou shall not covet, is very specific because it particularly prohibits coveting any chattel. The Hebrew word for covet, kamad, in the Hebrew is used in regards to humans and other physical objects. Deuteronomy 7.25, Proverbs 6.25. Now we're going to go to Leviticus 25 and Exodus 21. The word forever used in Leviticus 25.46 is misapplied because it's used anachronistically by those who proclaim biblical slavery. The word forever, olah, means, uh, means by mainstream uh, ancientary scholars to be the jubilee or until the master's death. Moreover, how could Leviticus 25, 44 through 46 be equated with slavery anyways? Because the Lord himself is called property and he's inherited in Ezekiel 44, 28. Now in Exodus 21, 20 through 21, it does not mean you can beat your bed slave to an inch of their life because restrictions of physical abuse are providing are providing the following passages, verse 26 through 27. In fact, Exodus 21, 20 through 27 are chiastic and structured, casuistic in nature, meaning they come as a group of repeated themes. The theme of this chapter is death penalty first, then if not then death penalty, then lex talionis follow. Follow. So literally, if an event is murdered unjustly, the death penalty ensues and if they stay alive they are free from their contractual obligation that is in the very structure of the hebrew text before i hand the baton off to my brother g-man i want to say this debate is a call out to josh bowen and matt dillahoney for a debate on slavery with that i yield to my brother g-man thank you very much praise and Let's get my beautiful face on camera here so everybody can see me. All right. So uh, there ain't a whole lot more I can add to that, but I will say this. Um, uh, number one, I also would like to call out Matt Dillahunty and the other gentleman that uh, that uh, Praise I Am was uh, calling out as well, uh, considering that me and Matt has a little history and I call the atheist experience twice, and I'm still waiting for him to refute me on anything that has to do with slavery at all. With that being said, um, I want to say this. Um, Jim Agers uh, opened up his statement by saying, that um, that that slavery was immoral, and he just generalized it when he said it. And then later on, when he spoke, he said um, he he started categorizing everything with chattel slavery, uh, debt slavery, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the thing, uh, 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 Jim Majors. Um, if we're going to talk about this topic, we got to know specifically what we're talking about. Uh, I'm assuming you're talking about the act of a human being owning another human being is wrong in of itself, right? And I think. Uh, my partner already covered that. But I got to say this. I believe that you and your partner do support a form of slavery since we are using your definition. Uh, I'll start off with you, Jim Majors. Uh, and, and I'm assuming you're an American. As a matter of fact, you did tell me that before we got started here. I'd like to read something to you in the Constitution. It says, um, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Congress, and this is uh, uh, section two, Congress shall have power to enforce this article by an appropriate legislation. If you are truly against slavery, I would love to hear how you feel about uh, community service, people working in jail and only making about what, a dollar per hour or whatever. 
uh, and major corporations benefiting from that. And for Michael, if you are truly against slavery, um, I gotta say this uh, for the people that are watching this and for my partner and for the, for, uh, for the moderator, for people who care about this in general, you say that you're against slavery. If you are an evolutionist and you believe that you are an animal, my question is, is this, do you believe that animals should own other animals? If you do, then you are a supporter of slavery. If Jim Majors supports what is written in the constitution, he is a supporter of slavery. The Bible, however, when we're talking about God, God does not condone anything in the scripture that, that will be deemed immoral. That goes to beating their slaves, as you guys point out, which would merely be punishment for breaking the Mosaic law. And we'll get into that when we get into the direct conversation. Uh, owning a slave forever, my partner already uh, 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 talked about that. And that's really all I got to say about this because he covered everything. So uh, I believe that both Jim Majors and Michael Stewart both support slavery because Michael supports the theory of evolution and believes that an animal can own another animal unless he has strong arguments against that. And Jim Majors, you have a constitutional problem, my friend, in, in how you feel about the prison system. So I'm going to end it there. I believe that my partner covered most of what we need for this debate. We will jump into the open conversation, folks. One thing I want to mention that I forgot to mention up front is we are pumped, folks, that Modern Day Debate is available via podcast. And so pull out your favorite podcast app on your phone and find us as we have been super encouraged that people have been a lot of downloads. So we're encouraged and want to let you know if you're listening via podcast, our Guest links are in the description so that you can reach them whether you're listening via YouTube or podcast. And so with that, we'll jump into the open conversation. Gentlemen, the floor is all yours. Um, so I guess the first place I should start is first of all, I mean, well, actually, I guess I will address it just to begin with. We're not talking about anything but the Old Testament. If you want to conflate what slavery is, uh, yes, I disagree with the prison system, but that's not what we're talking about today. Um, so let's try to keep this topic on the Old Testament, um, whether, well, whatever it is. So when I was um, breaking up the different uh, usages of, of, of Aved, it's it was within the context of the Bible. Um, but so something that really stood out was the, the, the Lex Talionis and how you um, praise said that, that, that if they, that if they stay alive, that, that nothing would, would happen to them if they, if they, uh, they, they beat their slave. Um, but if they, they killed them, then they would be punished. Um, it doesn't say that they'd be killed, it says that they'd be punished. It, now, let's just say that they were killed, okay? Um, but if they beat their slave, nothing happens. If they beat, hang on, if they beat a fellow Israelite, they have to compensate him for, the, for his time in bed, for his recovery. They do not have to do the same for, for, a, for, a, uh, um, uh, for a slave. Well, that's first, an Exodus 21. Right. So, well, first, do you know why there was at least two to three days for uh, downtime? Do you know why that was the case? Why why there was two or three days for downtime? Yeah. I imagine because they were beat. Well, what do you what do you mean why there was? Well, see, the ancient scholarship has uh, covered this extensively. What this is for is to deliberate if this was unwarranted assault or not. See here, did you see the, the, the apparent loophole in these, in these passages in verses 20 through 27? Do you see the loophole? And, wh and where? So if you read verses, okay, Exodus 21, 20, and then okay. 20, you go verse 20 through 27, there's an apparent loophole there. Do you, do you recognize that? 20, 20 through 21? 
no, 20 through 27, because these are, we call casuistic laws. They come as a group of texts and they're also sure. chiastic. So, well, you, well, first of all, you need to include 18 through 19 because it, sure. it that, in, that includes somebody being, being beaten. Um, right. right. So if they're confined to bed, um, then, uh, um, but they don't die. Then well, they're not on, held liable, but then they're not held liable, but they still have to pay them. Right. I would like to address that. But if it's their slave, you, they don't. Can you address that first after you, can you, can you see the parent loophole? Yes or no. I mean, this is a yes or no question. Well, why, why don't you just tell me, what do you, what do you think the loophole is? So the loophole is that they can get out of their contract by just making stuff up and fraud their master. They can say, oh, look at my master did to me. And look, there's a bump in my face and they can get out of their con contractual obligation. So that's what, it, that's what the deliberation was for is because they had to go through the court, a court system, a court law to determine if this was made up or not. So, okay, it says if they destroy his eye or knocks out his tooth. In other words, if they impaired his ability to uh, to to live like everybody else. Um, it's not specific to an eye. If if you ever read Christopher, it, well, that, well it's that. not specific to it, but but it uses two examples: knocking out a tooth and destroying an eye. Two things that you can't fake. No, it's. It's any unwarranted assault, period. And have you read Christopher Wright's um, uh, commentary yeah, uh, we're, on that? We're talking about the slaves. We're not talking about anybody else. Right. I'm talking about the slave. Can I give you a quick quote here? This is sure. from Christopher Wright. The inclusion of the tooth indicates that the law does not intend only grievous bodily harm, but any unwarranted assault. So... Um, you, I think you misunderstand but, what the tooth and the eye are. No, but we're talking about Lex Talionis, though. If right. if somebody did whatever they did, then it was then the in turn it was done to the other person, right? It was it was an equal trade for trade. But it is not like that for the for the the non-Israelite. For the non-Israelite, there is so? no compensation other than the release of them. Okay, but that's yeah. I'll go ahead, G man. Nonsense. That's nonsense. First of all, in Exodus 21, 12, it says, uh, he that smiteth a man so that he die, he shall surely be put to death. Where does it say Israelite or foreigner? It says if he smiteth a man. It doesn't matter if he was a foreigner, and it doesn't matter if he was an Israelite. Okay. Numbers, 15, 15, Numbers chapter 15, verses 15 to 16 says, for the assembly, there shall be one statue for you and one for the stranger who sojourns with you, a statue, a statue forever throughout your uh, generations. You and, and you and the sojourner shall be alike before the Lord. And one law and one rule shall be for you and for the stranger who sojourns with you. It's for both parties. One of the things that you have to remember, Jim, when you're talking about the Old Testament, that law was for anybody who lived in the land. And it wasn't just Israelites. Okay. You had strangers, you had proselytes, and you had um, you know, various different people living here. So those laws would apply to the people that live in the land, too. Is there a punishment for, for beating your non-Israelite slaves? There's nothing wrong with beating them. You have to remember there there are certain laws, like for example, if you get caught in the act of adultery, if you disrespect your parents any kind of way, or uh, let's say for example, regardless, it, it doesn't say why. It doesn't say it has to be justified. Let me, let me finish. Let me finish. And let's say you work on a Sabbath. It was a death penalty. But it, okay? but it doesn't say that it has so to be in justified. This case, no, 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 no. In this particular case, if a person got beaten, it was a punishment for breaking the Mosaic law. What atheists like to do when they're having this particular conversation is they like to try to say that 
oh, they don't have any reason to beat them because they're their property. No, that's transatlantic slave trade, my friend. Under the Mosaic law, if you break the law mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, there were severe consequences for doing that. And you like to try to separate that, and you can't. Where does it say that you that they had to break the Mosaic law in order for you to beat them? Numbers chapter 15, verses 15 to 16. Again, I'll read it again. And, the, and I'll, I'll get you the Bible verse where it talks about that if you beat your slave and they die, all right? It says, I, I, we're not talking about them dying. We're talking about them being beat. Okay. You can go to uh, Exodus chapter 21. Exodus 21. 20. Uh, let me see something here. Exodus 21. 20. Toward the end. Toward the end. Let me show you here. In Exodus chapter 21. Oh, you're talking about the bull goring? Okay, here we go right here. Exodus 21 verses, yeah, Exodus 21, 12. He that's mine at the man that he that, that he shall die, he shall show you put to death. The beating would be the punishment. The beating would be the punishment for breaking the Mosaic law. Now, as far as the scripture, um, no, no, it's just a fatal, a fatal blow that they're killed by. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. If you read number, if you read Deuteronomy, I believe it's 25 verses one through two. You know what that says? That says that if you're brought to court and you're found guilty, then you can be beaten. It's right there in Deuteronomy 25. Verse Exodus 22. 21 doesn't say anything. It, it has nothing to do with, with, with why they beat let's their slaves. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 25, verses 1 okay, and 2. Okay, you, you can avoid answering. That's fine. But I'm okay, not avoiding answering. I'm answering it. Deuteronomy 25, verses 1 and 2. If there be a controversy, pay attention now. If there be a controversy between men and they come into a judgment that the judges may judge them, then they shall justify the righteous and condemn the wicked. And it shall be, if the wicked man be worthy to be beaten, that the judge shall cause him to lie down and to be beaten before his face, according to his fault. By okay. uh, all you're doing is showing that is showing that if the Mosaic law was broken, which applies to who? The Mosaic law applies to who? Not the, the foreigners, Israelites, the Israelites. The Thank you. The Israelites Thank you. Proselyte and anybody Thank who lives you. In the land. Thank you. So if, if you had a non-Israelite text, slave, say, if you read the text, it does not say anything about it being an Israelite or a stranger or a sojourner. It says if a person is brought to court and they are found guilty, okay? It says it like that in there, okay? So mm-hmm. in order for your argument to hold any weight, you got to be able to show that that's specifically only for an Israelite, which I know you can't do it because there ain't a commentary on planet Earth that's going to come to that conclusion. But you can try. Are, are, are you're aware that that a slave cannot bring his master to court, right? I'm fully aware they can, especially if they break the mosaic law. Like for example, if a slave, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. If, if, if a slave caught his master working on the Sabbath day, what does the law say to do? You know, to be stoned to death. If he's an Israelite, you understand that, right? If the master is caught in the act of adultery, that person is to be stoned to death. Why? Because they're both. Under the Mosaic law, you show me a scripture where it says that the slave is not to follow or to obey the Mosaic law. We both know that the slave would not work on the Sabbath day. I didn't right? say that they were not to obey the Mosaic law. Right. I'm saying so they their master, if they caught their master in the act of adultery, if they caught their master doing something wrong, they are to be punished according to the Mosaic law. You're talking about criminals, about criminals being punished. I'm talking about slaves being beat. That there's you cannot find anything that says that they have that the slaves are beat because they break the law. Actually, the slaves. Let me just, yeah, I'd like to jump in here for a second because there's another scripture that I found that could be a interesting little tidbit to to toss in here, and that is uh, Proverbs twenty nine nineteen. Servants servants cannot be corrected by mere words, though they understand they will not respond. So that seems to be pretty clear warrant for sometimes you got to beat their asses. 
Okay. So, um, that's an assumption. Uh, scholars um, don't okay. agree upon that. If you can show me like some type of commentary or hermeneutic that would justify. I would like to see in the Hebrew, since that was written in the Old Testament, right. how servant automatically needs slave. Because if it does, you got a problem with with um, with indentured servitude at this particular point. So, so yes. Like okay. So uh, one that. question I have for for both of you guys is: Do you do you see the Bible as the inerrant, inspired Word of God? Absolutely. Yes, Right. Yeah. So turn to so turn to Proverbs 29 19 and read it. Right. And that's what it says. No, that's what your yes opinion no. of what it says. That's yeah. your oh, no. It's not my opinion. It's in black and white. It's in black and white. What does word servant mean, though, sir? What does the word servant mean? Is there a difference, um, according to the atheist, is there a difference between the word servant and a slave? Because earlier, in the not show, in Hebrew. I'm not mistaken. Jim A. just made it distinction. Not in Hebrew. In Hebrew, there's not a difference. Be, if they're okay, allowed so to be their servant. The, what, if there's nothing wrong with, okay, so if, if a servant's a slave, what's wrong with indentured servitude? Since you claim so that you want to no make a differentiation. Okay, okay, no, you're, no, you, you are, 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 you're, you're, you're really, you're making an error right now. I'm not because, making an error. I know my Bible very well. I don't think you know it at all. I would like for you to show right. me. <laughs> okay. I don't think Michael Sir understands the context of that passage. So it's always about context. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Do you understand context. what chastisement is? Yes, I understand what chastisement is. Do you understand the verse that I read to you, twenty nine nineteen? What does yeah. it say? Um, it says nothing what you're implying. So I'm going to actually get another. What 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 translation are you using? Uh, that is that's NIV. Which one would you like? Um, well, how about gonna, how about is KJV okay? Sure, but give me the passage again. Uh, Proverbs twenty nine nineteen. Okay. A servant will not be corrected by words, though he may understand. He will not answer. So that that's KJV. So and and it's it's funny because if you say that uh, if you want to differentiate between slave and servant, if they're allowed to if they're allowed to not just use words to correct their servants, what the hell are they going to do to their slaves? Can I answer wait. that, uh, praise lamb? Yeah, go ahead. I have a, I have, okay. a, I have an ex explanation for this. So go ahead, though. Jim. Okay, so it sounds like you're conflating terms here, uh, 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 Michael Stewart. Um, yes, the Bible does say that a servant, you know, shouldn't answer the way that, that you're talking about. But again, uh, we're talking about slavery. You see, uh, I'm a servant to Jesus Christ, and I don't look at myself as being that way. You know what I mean? Um, last time I checked, um, Jesus was a servant of Almighty God. Um, you right. are a servant to atheism. All right. So where are you getting this idea, sir, that, that hold on a minute. Where are you getting this idea that the way you're using the word servant is the same way it is being used uh, when we're talking about the kind of slavery that you deem to be immoral? Because at this point, we can talk about a person who's simply a servant they have a job or whatever, because if you're going to go there, I'm going to go there, too, because there's other forms of slavery I can bring up that I know you support. OK, so so let's 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 be honest here. Is it talking about a person who was owned by another person or someone who is simply uh, under someone's authority, which is a huge difference between the two? Right. That's so the thing. There is no I it's said. only talking about. Yeah. This, so, this sorry, Jim, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're good. Hold on. So. We got to put this in the proper context and the proper genre. So Proverbs is talking about things that have to do with wisdom. 
Um, this is not ha this has nothing to do with the law. So you're, you're just trying to extrapolate this and try to impose some type of law in here. But here's the thing. It's talking about a fool. This is descriptive. So someone that doesn't even service, even if VEDs, if, they, if they're going to be foolish, they're not going to listen to what you have to say. It doesn't matter if they're a VEDs or not a VEDs. It just that's just the way it is, the human nature. So, so then what do you do to them if they don't listen to your words? Well, I mean, you can correct them different ways. That, that doesn't imply corporal punishment. I know punishment. it's hard for you to say it. I know it's hard for you to say it because it, 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 hurt, it hurts. Okay. But I, if I, they're I, not going to listen to your words, what, what do you do? I can say it. You quoted the Proverbs. Praise, praise. Let me take care of this, praise. Sure, so you quoted the Proverbs, okay? And then you, mm -hmm. well, first you asked us whether or not the Bible was inerrant, right? And yeah. you're misusing the Bible. See, if you misuse it, then you can come I read out it. Oh, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. You do understand the Proverbs is a bunch of sayings, right? Sure. You do know that, right? Yeah. One okay. of them that so I read. Hold on a minute. Read it. So in what context was that scripture actually being used since you're so familiar with it? So I didn't even say I was that familiar. You started talking about it and I looked it up. Um, so, I mean, either the Bible, like the Bible says it or the, or the Bible doesn't say it. And if you and if you're saying that the the Bible is the inerrant, don't roll your eyes. If you're saying the Bible is the inerrant word of God, then it either says it or it doesn't. And if you're going to talk about context, you're going to say, well, you have to understand where the Bible's right and where it's metaphorical and all this other stuff. Then where do you stop? Again, where do you stop? And that's when we start getting into biblical interpretation, exegesis, line by line, letter by letter type uh, type of thing. So it doesn't so say it. Then? Interpret, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. This is important. If you don't know how to properly interpret the scripture then you have to admit that, that the way that you're going about interpreting it could possibly be wrong, which you clearly are wrong. No Bible scholar on planet Earth is going to agree with you, unless it's a heretic or a false teacher. You know what I mean? And, the, and, the, and, the, and most of the church doesn't recognize that person as being somebody who- That's a no true Scotsman fallacy. No, no, it's not, it's not a no true Scotsman fallacy. You don't even know what the fallacy means. So the thing is, is that can you demonstrate that your interpretation of what you're reading is valid and that the rest of the church looks at it that way? If not, you're strongmanning us. How do okay, I know how the exactly. church looks That's at it? a straw man. That's a straw man text. Can can I pose something really quick to you, Michael or Jim, a, a question? Sure, Jim should yeah. answer. I've been talking a lot. So, Jim, can you prove that these laws in the pendant took the 613 laws, were, were they legislative? Can you prove that? Or can you give me some type of demonstration of that? Uh, how about the, the goring, uh, the, the ox goring in, in Exodus 21? Well, um, and, you know what legislative uh, and, means? Huh? Do you know what legislative means? Uh, that is, it was a law. That, yeah, so we're, okay, can you right. give me a distinction? Okay, are, are these descriptive or prescriptive? And can you show that these are prescriptive laws? And the, and the sure. Laws? In, in Exodus 21, if an ox who has gored somebody before gores somebody and kills them, then the, uh, the ox is put to death. Um, if the person uh, is a is a non-Israelite, the owner's put to death as well. If the person who dies is a slave, then the owner of the slave is compensated with 30 shekels of silver, and the owner does not die. Uh, uh, can I respond to that? I have some scholarship here, uh, G-Man, if you – I think who? this would be very pertinent. Who? All right. Yeah. So, no, can I, you I, cite I, it? Yeah. So I'm going to show – I'm going to give you some quotes from scholars here. Uh, so this stipulates that in a negligent case of an ox scoring someone, the owner must die or pay a ransom for his life. So how can chattelby slavery be relevant here? Here's the quote. However, one should notice that Exodus 21.30 also remarks that if a ransom is imposed on him, the owner, he shall give whatever is imposed on him. This means yes. that... Yes. Whatever, whatever's imposed on him. It's, not, on, it's, not, it's not a set price. 
let me, it's let not me, something that he agrees to. It's something me, that is that is the, that is proposed by the by the other okay. party. So the incidental event is allowed to be conditioned with some pecuniary compensation. Therefore, as previously discussed, the punishment for the one who causes the loss of any human life, regardless whether it be a free person or a slave's life, remains the same. One who no, no, no. What if he doesn't pay the ransom? What what happens if he doesn't pay the ransom? Well, here's here's the thing. Can you just answer me real quick? Yes or no? What? Well, what what happens when he pays the when, when he doesn't pay the ransom? Does he die? Yes. Okay. Now, if it's a slave, then what happens? Does he die? Yes. Where do you, where do you see that? I'd like to add one thing to what. Go ahead. Stephen go ahead. Oh, oh, can, I mean, I, I wanted him to to prove. As far as being prescriptive and prescriptive. Okay. So just so that you know this, James, James Majors. If it's prescriptive, then that means that it's for today. I, I know what prescriptive okay. means. Well, okay. So if it's for today, then you're going to have to demonstrate one church, just one that actually teaches today that the laws that was followed under um, uh, uh, the laws that were given to the land of Israel is actually um, applies for today. No, I don't have to because, because prescriptive, we're talking about the Bible. The Bible's prescribing. I'm not saying the church prescribes it, so that's absurd. No, we're talking no. even grammatically. Do you understand what the podosis is? And do you understand that what that means? In, in, in yes, but what the church says is irrelevant to what the Bible says. We're talking about slavery in the Bible, no, not slavery in not the church. True. That is not true. That is not true. Oh, it's not? Well, am, 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 I, am I mistaken on the, the, the topic? If, if you was in the know, hold on a minute. If you was in the know, you would have heard of a group called the Judaizers that existed uh, uh, in the days of the apostles. The apostle Paul wrote a whole book on the topic called the book of Galatians. This is mentioned also in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 15. I talk about this all the time on my G-Man channel when I'm dealing with the Hebrew Israelites, okay? There are there were a group of false teachers out there that told you that's what that you have to keep the law as well as believe in Jesus Christ uh, in order to be saved, right? So are you aware that in the Greek? Fact, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. The scripture does not teach that you are that that, that that you have to keep the Mosaic law in order to be saved. If you're what you're saying is true about it being prescript, prescriptive, listen, then that means that we have to practice that today. If it's no, it does not be no, it does not because we're not talking about the New Testament. If it's descriptive, if it's descriptive, then that means it was good for that time. We're not if talking about the New that, Testament. Okay, fine. I'm just, I'm, fine. Just I'm just clarifying what praise I am was trying to say to you. That's okay. all I'm doing. Okay, fine. That's that's, that's a dumb argument, but okay. You're making a bad argument. At These the end are, of the day, do you have an argument to suggest that slavery in the Old Testament was considered immoral and wrong? Because up until this point, you still have not come up with a solid argument to do so. I'm not saying that it was considered. I'm saying that I consider it. And yes, I think that it was considered wrong. It was probably considered wrong by the people in the neighboring nations who uh, were invaded and taken into servitude. No, no, no. Or how no. about the by every slave? The, countries, the majority of the countries uh, in the Middle East at that particular time all practice the same thing. So no, they did not think it was right. like, a matter uh, of fact. Whether or not they practice the same thing or not is irrelevant to its morality. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute. If you go read First Kings and if you go read First Kings and look at the, the wisdom of Solomon and, and, and how he was doing things, the nations all came over there because they were amazed by his wisdom. And Israel uh, was, was looked upon as being a nation that, that 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 was supposed to be the example for the entire world. Where are you getting this? Egypt and, and Canaan oh. and all of them were looking at uh, Israel. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh well, you know, you know what? Um well then all the problems that are in the world today, well, um, poverty and world hunger and stuff, since that's happening so, in so many places, then it's okay, right? No, no fuck that. I mean, your hold on, argument, hold on. I, I need to say something. 
No, no, it's not. No, it's not. You were sitting here trying to say that just because it was happening everywhere else at the time, that it that it's not wrong. Well, it's wrong to the people who. Oh, so the people who were captured, they're like, oh, well, yeah, fair play, fair play, guys, because I did it to everybody else. So you're gonna take me in captivity. So I'm just okay with it now. Okay, I hate to do this, guys, but just to your just because it's it's getting uh slightly unruly let's just be sure that we heard that full point from jim and then i promise we'll come right back to you g-man to hear your full point as well um so can i oh well i was i was you're not jim though but (laughs) (laughs) if there is a if you uh had a point that you were trying to get out but weren't sure Sure. that it did uh get heard so so the point i'm trying to make is it's irrelevant whether or not they were all doing it at the same time, okay? Um, you can think that that um, uh, that that lying is okay. Um, somebody can think that lying is okay, and they'll just lie to everybody. But once they're lied to, they're offended, right? It's wrong, and it's the same thing that we see here, okay? Whether or not the the Canaanites thought it was okay to enslave people in neighboring nations does not mean that they, by default, thought that it was okay for when they were invaded for their wives and their children to be taken into servitude. Okay. Yeah, and actually, just to, just to and, piggyback so onto that. I'm going to defeat all this, though. Give me well, 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 well wait, praise. It's your own partner. Let's hear from yeah, G-Man, I promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll go to Michael, and then we'll go to praise. No, let him fight. Everything that I said was in response to Jim saying that he's pretty sure the neighboring nations thought it was wrong as well. Again, if Jim Majors knew anything about Middle Eastern culture, he would know that that's baloney because all of them did the same thing. And also, Jim Majors, when your son <laughs> comes back after phrase I am is finished, I want to hear your. I want to hear what you believe is a good economic plan for that time to pay back debts, to take care of the poor, and also to punish people back then. Also, without bringing up what it says in the Constitution. Go ahead, praise I am. Yeah. Get. Oh, yeah, I think it's the answer. Okay. So, no, Jim, the Exodus 21 is impossible to be prescriptive law because it's called case law, casuistic law. And that's based on uh, arbitrary things that happen in the court, arbitrary things that happen in daily life. Arbitrary. And so, yeah, these are just arbitrary things made up by the people in the societies. And why, and why is this important, <laughs> though, is that you can't... So, so are you saying that only divine law applies? Yeah, only divine law was prescriptive. There's not one court docket we have the ancient Near East hmm. that has any of these laws ever used in the court okay right. so whenever it says that, that, that you shall not covet your um your, your neighbor's slave then by default then, then by implication it means that slavery is okay right the opposite you're not supposed to covet any chattel that if no no but no but the fact that they have a slave is okay right well, the fact that you made him a slave in your mind—it's a—it's a mental crime. It's not a physical crime. It's a mental no, crime. It, but it's—but the crime isn't that they own slaves, or or that or that you want, or, or that or that that you own a slave. It the—it's that you covet the slave. No, that you covet a human. It may. It, it doesn't may, say human. No, no, but that's part of the context. It, that's. No, it's not part of the it context. It is. If you look up the word "kamad" in the he- in the Hebrew, in Den- Deuteronomy seven twenty five, Proverbs Proverbs six twenty five plainly says it's in reference to humans. Jim, come on, man. Okay, in response to what Jim Ager said when he said that slavery is wrong again, without clarifying what he meant by that, don't forget in the Bible we have indentured servitude. We a person can. I think that's wrong too. Hold on a minute, Jim Ager. Hold on a minute. 
you'll get a chance. Okay, so uh, apparently people who voluntarily want to be slaves, that's immoral. And yes, then, I think that wait, it is wrong. Wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 wait G-Man, yes. Okay, we'll, give, we'll let you finish, G-Man, but then I do want to kick over back to both Jim and then Michael we haven't heard from for a while. So go ahead and right, finish, cool, G-Man. Cool. Yeah, so, so slavery as a punishment is wrong, but you don't have a problem with the Constitution. You know what I mean? You don't have a problem with the, uh, with, with the prison system. You know we're not mean? talking about in anything else. In we're talking about the Bible. Argument, in order for you to make an argument that indentured servitude is wrong, you have to make an argument for why it was wrong for the Old Testament and today since indentured servitude is alive and well. Even Matt Dillahunty no. doesn't No, I don't. No, I don't because they're, they're, they're completely different. I don't Even because they're, they're, they're completely different. For one, the, the debt servitude was, was a courtesy that was extended to your fellow Israelite, right? And there are also laws that were against um, uh, um, charging them interest, right? Um, so, so yeah, so there, there's a, there's a big difference. And, uh, whenever you would let your slave go, um, God said that you, you should do it with a, with a, with a happy heart. You should, you should do it willingly because they earned you twice as much as they would have had they paid you. So no, I don't think that's just, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's okay. I, um, I do not think that, that Can I get is, a Bible verse? Yeah, give us a Bible verse. Give us a Bible verse because you just made that up out of your out of thin air. Where's the Bible I verse? know. <laughs> well, what what was it that you think I made up? Well, give oh, us that, a verse. The, the, the double the profit thing that you just got for this. Like, Where's that at? Show me it in the Bible. In the Book of Imaginations. Where is it? <laughs> oh well, you clearly don't read your Bible. Here, I'll get you a verse. Hang on. Now yeah. go ahead. Go ahead and well, say whatever uh, you want to say. Yeah, while, while Jim's looking that up, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff that's been talked about that I'd like to chime in on a little bit. Um, the first thing is that, uh, G-Man, a few minutes ago, you said, you know, to talk about why uh, slavery would be immoral. Um, and the only thing that I'd say to that is, that it. is it's the, it's the, the involuntary uh, in, uh, uh, implication of your will onto someone who doesn't consent. Okay? You... You, you, you try to compare that to something we have today, like with a job or something like that, which is, which is ridiculous. I have a job now, but if I don't do my job, I can just leave my job and go get another job. Nothing is forcing me to stay there and, and keep that job. You also talked about like with animals owning other animals. Um, my animals, I have a dog and I have a bunch of snakes. Uh, none of them are required to do anything. Like all my dog needs to do is get pet and all my you know snakes need to do is I take them out and I and I, I I interact with them. So there's so there's there's no there's there's no equality there in any way, shape, or form. So that's just that's just completely nonsense. Okay. And then and then the other thing, and then the other thing you well, you said, well, hang on. I mean, you 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 guys talked a lot. So uh, one of the other things that uh, said is you said that it wasn't uh, praise, you said that it wasn't prescriptive. So um in uh in uh, in uh, Leviticus 25, uh, at the end of at, uh, verse 42, it says, because the Israelites are my servants, whom I brought out of Egypt, uh, in yada, 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 fear your God. So this is God talking. And then he says, your male and female slaves are to come from the nations around you. That is prescriptive. That's God saying, do this. If you're going to have slaves, this is how you do it. That is not descriptive. That is prescriptive. No, see, the author said the Lord. They see it wasn't the Lord writing that down in the manuscripts. It was Moses, the who was writing this down, a scribe. So no, you don't understand that. It's a medium. So we had a medium there writing this stuff down. But here's another thing too. It wasn't I don't the think inspired? Who, wait, 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 wait. Who wrote the Decalogue? Uh, Moses did. So it wasn't it was God inspired? 
Well, it was God through Moses. So it so it wasn't God. Well, I mean, it's directly through his. Well, actually, guess no, no, no. You, you you can't pick and choose here. No, no, no. But I think I miss I misstated there. I, I had to retract that. No, yes, God wrote the Ten Commandments. Yes, I, I, I'm sorry. I that was the I dropped the ball on that one. God the other part of it that I said wasn't inspired by God. So, so that part of the Bible isn't God, isn't God inspired. No, it's extrapolated from the Ten Commandments. So we can say indirectly, yes, it is inspired by God, but not directly. So it's inspired by God. So it's God. So it's what God wants, but it's not prescriptive. No, it's that's what, what we the, call fishing on both sides the, of the river. No, hold on. No, it's the society is extrapolating laws from the Ten Commandments. You this is the inspired that. word of the perfect God, right? Well, no, but see, and here's it just the thing. Got but no, but see, you don't understand what's going on here. God was not inter- God was more interested in a covenantal relationship based on love with his people rather than being a dictator by posing 613 laws on them. Then so he wouldn't more- have been okay with if he was interested in love, he wouldn't <laughs> have been okay with slavery. Wait, wait, so where did these 613 laws what? come from? Four different topics. These are didactic laws. This is from societies. Were they inspired by God or not? Indirectly. That's what I would say the people could have blundered some of these. So it didn't come from society. So again, these 613 laws were extrapolated from the Ten Commandments. The people did that. God allowed them. So God didn't inspire it. Can well, I, I help my partner out a little bit, please? It's a, it's a, a false bit. dichotomy. He's indirectly doing. Go ahead, go ahead, G man. Yeah, sure. So first of all, praise I am is correct. The the the, the Ten Commandments were spoken directly by God. You can go to Exodus chapter twenty and read it for yourself if you like. Uh, the preparation for that, I believe, was in Exodus nineteen, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, and if you actually read a little bit, you'll see actually as you go out through the, uh, throughout the Old Testament, you'll see that each of the laws was based on the Ten Commandments. If you read the Bible, mm-hmm. you will see that. So praise I am okay. is correct by that. Staying right. on topic here, uh, the gentleman uh, Michael said that jobs and pets are, don't count and they're not the same thing. Sir, mm-hmm. So uh, in every classroom in America, they teach that you and I are apes and that we are animals, okay? If yeah, they're right. If slavery wrong and you are an animal and you have a pet as an animal, then you are supporting slavery. It has nothing to do, pay attention to this now, nothing to do with, with how the animal behaves. You are considered the animal's owner. Okay. As for your job, G- sir, in the G-Man. NFL. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a minute. No, no, no. Hey, no, 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 no. You wait. No, no, no. Hang on. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Because that pisses me the fuck off. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Hold on. What, what you are saying. All right. I need to do this. So they can't hear you guys. Hold on. So they can't hear either of you guys right now. You guys. So hold on. One second. G-Man, they can't hear you right now. It's okay. So what we have to do is break this into pieces so we can address each part, point uh, one at a time. And so just before it gets too fast, it looks like there's a point that Jim would like to address. And so, G-Man, if you can wrap up the current point you're on, and then we're, we're going to kick it right back to Jim to address that point. And so this just this last point for me, G-Man. Okay, cool. Thanks. So he can, be mad about, he can be mad at me all he wants. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be equally as mad in a minute because he's clout chasing. So, uh, Michael, going back to the point here, okay? Uh, I already brought up the pets. As far as the job goes, my friend, in the NFL, the, these teams are these human beings are owned by owners. In the NBA, they're owned by owners. I'm not right? a professional football player. Oh, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. You don't say anything about that. 
You don't say there's anything wrong about these owners referring to themselves as owners with these players. You don't say anything about the prison system. You keep okay. ducking and avoiding this. We talked about the NBA. Are you done? Professional sports. You're done. So yeah, Jim, no just, more, just no more before, about prisons. Yeah. Let's go back yeah. to the point from Jim. I'm using it as an analogy. Yeah. Shut up. In Black History Month, to compare pet ownership and being paid billions of dollars to throw a fucking ball through a hoop to the chattel slavery. That just disgusts the fuck out of me, and I'm done. That's all I got to say. And my response to that is, is this, since this is Black History Month, sir, and your ancestors enslaved my people in the United States, how dare you question me on whether or not I know anything about slavery? Well, you, clearly, you clearly don't care because you're comparing it to owning a fucking pet. Sir, I'm talking about the topic as a whole. You uh, are. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about slavery as a whole. You want to conflate all of it? That includes that, buddy. Sir, you're a clout chasing, sir. And I don't think you're taking the conversation. No, I'm not clout chasing. You're an idiot. You successfully defended the Bible. And when I brought up my analogy, you wanted to try to say that I was conflating or whatever. I was not. Bring up an analogy. If you were truly against slavery, you would be against the prison system. And everybody. I am against slavery. Okay. That doesn't mean that I'm against pet ownership. Like, do you, th you really think that there's a, a, any sort of common ground there? What about slavery? Are, are you in the Bible? Slavery for punishment is in the Bible. You have a problem with that, but you don't got a problem with it in our modern day today. Slavery for punishment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the other thing I think is interesting, we talk about, uh, I mean, the, the whole sports thing. I just want to make one little thing, and then we'll get back to that, because I do have a question about how you said all the 613 come from the Ten Commandments, so I'm curious about one in particular. Um, but e even if we're talking about uh, a professional sports team owner saying he, he owns this team and owns these players, what happens to the quarterback if he doesn't go throw the ball? Nothing. He, he might lose his contract. He might lose money. He's not going to get injured. He's not going to get beaten. He's certainly not going to be killed for it. So that's ridiculous. And then you said that um, you said that all of the 613 laws come from the Ten Commandments. I'm just super curious as to you shouldn't boil a goat in its mother's milk. Which one of the Ten Commandments did that one come from? You'll have to ask the ancient people, but here's the thing, Michael. Well, you, well, you're, <laughs> you're the one making the assertion. You're the one who said they all no, come from we the We have tent. it in grammar. No, it's a poddidic. All right, we're, we're going to go into three-minute intervals. Is. So two to well, three-minute intervals. So I've got the <laughs> clock set. So go ahead, respond, it, praise. Is is Mishnaic? Is rabbinic law? Um, all right, well, yeah. They, so they can't hear you because you don't seem to be listening. So we're going to do two to three-minute intervals. And so we'll come right back to you. But praise, go ahead for about two minutes. Okay, so firstly, Deuteronomy 25.15 says a, uh, an escaped Aved can um, go anywhere he wants. He does not have to be returned. So that is a false, that is a falsehood you just stated, Michael Stewart. Uh, I'm sorry, Canadian atheist, but... Um, well, that's my name. Oh, okay, I, I can use that name. Okay, I just... My name is Michael. <laughs> okay, Michael. So Deuteronomy 25.15 says an escaped Aved can, can go anywhere he wants. He doesn't have to return. However... A uh, lost livestock, like a sheep or something like that, or a horse or a cow, would have to be re returned back to its owner, which is a ball in the Hebrew, not not in a don, as used in Exodus 21 and other places. So that there's a huge distinction there. I don't think you're seeing that. No. Okay. So so just to be clear, um, you're you're responding to a point that I didn't make, um, and that is that. So G-Man said that. 
uh, he, he was the one who brought up the whole thing with the, with the sports owners and stuff like that. And all I said, like, I, I'm in agreement with what you said about what it says in the Bible, that that's totally fine. What G-Man said was, is that the, the professional sports teams owners are the same as slave owners because they own these slaves. And that's just completely ridiculous. Because That's not what I said. That's not what I was every, saying. Everybody can go back and listen to the tape. We're going to give um, two that's minutes. That's what I said, but you're taking what I said out of context. Let's, let's, we'll then, give them two minutes. And then right. so that, that person is under, yeah, like he, just like it says in the Bible, he could, he could go play for another team and stuff like that. He could get lawyers involved, their contracts and stuff like that. But, but the, but the reality is nothing, nothing could happen to him. And, and so that, that, that's why it's totally different. Wait, 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 hang on. Are, are you telling me that the owner of the Chicago Bulls can't beat Michael Jordan as long as he doesn't die within a few days? Um, I don't think so. But what? Oh, so you mean that it's not the same fucking thing? I guess not. I'm no, wrong. I'm, I mean, I'm come sorry. on, Jim. That's just a straight up character, and you know it's a straw man. I mean, come yeah, on. It is. Thank you. Now tell your now tell you tell your teammate. Let me know when I can go, uh, uh, James, so I can defend myself. I, I was done, James. All right, two minutes from the Theus. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, let me respond to the stupidity I listened to Michael just say. I'm sorry, Mike, but it was just dumb. I use that as an analogy. You see, your argument is, is that slavery is wrong across the board, just like Jim Majors is. Slavery is when it was when one human being owns another human being. You're under a, a contractual agreement, sir. Whether you like it or not, the dictionary disagrees with you. The dictionary says that that person owns your butt. Okay, so let's say Michael Jordan doesn't shoot the basketball or the person doesn't go to football. Because they own you, you will not get paid the millions of dollars that they promised to pay you. Mm. All right? You could be severely penalized. Just like in the Old Testament, how you could be severely penalized. And mind you, I'm not working on my argument. I'm working on yours, your argument for slavery. All right. Nope. Both you and both, you know, because I know what you want. Both, both you and Jim Majors have not made a accurate definition for what the word slavery means. First, you say that first, Jim, you say slavery is wrong across the board under all circumstances. But if a person voluntarily yes, it is. if a person voluntarily goes into an agreement with somebody and becomes that's not slavery. Well, that's you, sir. There's a lot of black people that would disagree with you, which is why I right. So, right. So, so, so that's not me God. conflating. That's you so, conflating. So, so, I'm not finished. Why is it that I have to be quiet when he was talking, but he won't be quiet when I'm talking? So God, the bottom line know. is, Jimmy Boy, the, 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 the issue here, Jimmy Boy, is you don't know what slavery is. Slavery is bondage, okay? It yep. is when you... It, it, it's, it's when you're well, what does bondage mean? Hang on. What does bondage mean? Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. No, what does bondage mean? Sir, sir, I'm trying my hardest to use my two minutes. If you want to assert that it's that it's bondage, I, I need you to tell me what bondage means. G man, I, I, I think I'll give you the time. I'll give you the time back, G man, to define bondage. But just so that he knows, like the argument you're making, like as you're making I'm it. I'm trying to get to it. I was going to actually answer it if you would have just let me keep talking. So the bottom line is this: the 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 definition that we're using, okay, which is true throughout scripture. Is when you are is, is is when you are in bondage to something and you cannot get free unless someone stronger than that bondage that you're in will set you free. You on the other what hand, is the, what sir, is you on the, I'm not finished. Okay, you on the other hand, sir, are defining slavery across the board as being a human being on another human being. Yes, and then trying to say and then trying to say that if a person voluntarily goes into slavery and that person is treated well, that that's immoral. What kind of a human being makes that argument except for an atheist who has an agenda? That's not yes. slavery, my friend. All right? Yes. So stop it. Come on. Yes, you because there are... About. All right, that's there, about two minutes. We'll kick it over to the atheists. Yeah. There so are slavery, many... Yes, yeah. yeah, so slavery is defined basically as the slavery or involuntary servitude, serfdom. Well, a, state of being in bound, a state of being bound or subjected to some external power or control. 
the state uh, state or practice of being physically restrained, uh, such as being tied up, chained, stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, I understand that dictionary definitions and people can use different definitions, but when you're talking about bondage, that's that's what that is, and that's why Jim asked you to define the the, the term so that we could have a, a, an understanding. Um, Jim said earlier that he thinks that all forms of slavery are wrong. I never actually stated my position. I think it is too. Um, and, and but but we're still having this 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 problem where you say that oh uh, you know the the sports team owner uh, they could face face stiff penalties, but nothing like like there there is no set of circumstances ever in the modern world where anyone who works for any kind of company could be physically punished for anything they do or don't do, even though they're employed or under contract to those individuals. Nothing. Can you do me a favor and read that scripture in Proverbs again when you talked about the servant, please? Can I respond to that really quick, G-Man? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually validate your, your claim here. I'm going to validate with, sure. with, a, with scholarship. Thank you. Okay, Can so, you cite yeah. this one? Because you didn't yeah. cite the last one. Okay, so here is a citation. This is from uh, Jay Sklar. I'll give you the official enter of the, of the quote. So, quote, a second problem involving Leviticus 25 is that the servants are described with terms normally reserved for property, suggesting to some that they were viewed as less than fully human. This conclusion not only runs counter to the previous point, it is also unnecessary <laughs> in English. We regularly use commercial language to describe people when in context when it's commercial. For example, trading a player to another team as one might trade a stock, transferring an employee or to another location. Uh, we do not use this language because we view the people involved as less than human. We use it because it is accurately describes their circumstance in a given commercial context. That is so funny that you would mention that praise. I'm so glad that you did, because if you look in the New Testament, when it when it, the, the word used for slave in the New Testament, doulos, means that it means that they are they are deprived of their humanity really are you serious have you, have you read revelation 15 moses is called in a, um, a doulos does that mean that he was enslaved by god or something in chains are you serious that's ridiculous did, did, did i say in chains they are their their identity is taken from them okay um oh, are, so you, moses was what are you going to claim that Moses had his identity taken from him? We're, I'm talking about the New Testament. Yeah. Revelation 15 calls Moses a doulos, calls right. James a doulos. They, James, they, 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 don't know, they don't know Moses. They don't know any of them. They, they are okay with being slaves to God, claim, okay? <laughs> but, but, but the thing is, though, is that they understand what they mean by slave. They're not conflating it with, with, with servant. They're okay with being in bondage, Okay. That's the difference. Yeah. And a second ago, praise you said That's... you said that they weren't property, but but Leviticus uh, uh, 25, 43 and 46 says right out and they will become your property. Whoa. So have you read Ezekiel 44, 28? I, OK, so hold on. Is, I'm gonna answer, no, answer the is, question. Have you read Ezekiel I, don't, I guess I've read it, but I don't I can't recall it just off the top of my head. OK, come on. Yes. Yes, I'm going to read this in the net translation because. G-Man, I'm sure, I'm certain you don't remember everything you've ever read either. So don't hear what I got to say in a minute. But go ahead, Bree. So Ezekiel 44:28 says, "The Lord is property of Israel, and He will be 
I hand it down to each generation, just like whoa, whoa, whoa. it does Leviticus 20 and 2546, no. the exact same verbiage. No, what what that, that's that you can completely take that out of context. That is talking about the, the temple and the Zadokites being in, in priesthood, and uh it's talking about how the uh the 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 Levites um uh um sh- should um should not be upset because they have um uh because they are given compensation, they have an ahuzah. They're given the the property of by uh, of the land, um, uh, in it, uh, and that, and they're also not having the risk of of uh, that came with the priesthood, such as dying um, uh, in, in the in the holy of holies. No, no. So Ezekiel. I'm yes, yes, it is mentioned in there. So Ezekiel, we're talking about the book of Ezekiel forty four twenty eight. I know what we're talking about. So Brown Driver and Briggs, they do not define. Uh, the Lord there as landed property, which you're claiming and Josh Bowen did. That was a that's a falsehood. That is a fabrication. Read the read, read the scholarship he, he, notes. He, he he is saying that that the that the Zadokites are um are are Israel uh, that, that that he is Israel's that he is there. So he's in other words, it's it's giving like a a tit for tat. It's like hey, don't don't be upset because like uh because because I because I am yours. Like even though you've lost all this, I am yours. No, that's not what BDB. You know who BDB is, right? Brown Driver Briggs. They're Hebrew scholars. I mean, come on, man. Like, what else? Do you- I have a question since they know the Bible better than us. I want to know are indentured servants slaves in the Bible? That's all I want to know. Are indentured servants slaves in the Bible? Yes or no? Well, according to them, yeah, because they're they're like kittens. Okay, is that immoral? Yes or no? Yes, I believe. Yes, so. it is. It is more. Okay. So what's the difference between an indentured servant in the Bible where a person voluntarily goes into a contract agreement and can potentially be owned for the rest of his life and a person who signs a contract for the NFL? Can I please um, hear the difference, please? They are not compensated fairly. They are um, away from their families for a set period of time. Um, if they are given a wife while they are in indentured servitude, they do not get to leave with that wife. Uh, or if they have kids, they cannot they leave with those kids. Can you shut the fuck up while I answer your question? Man, we've got to let him. We've we've got to let him finish. You asked him the question, so we'll uh, let you finish, Jim, and then we'll come back to G Man. You also could not leave with your children if you wanted to stay with them. Then you had. Then you were you were marked with an all. You were uh, you had your ear pierced and. Then you were, then you were owned in perpetuity. You would become their property forever, not not just for the six years, but forever. Wrong. Have you read Leviticus twenty-five, Jim? I'm so sick yeah. of you telling me that I'm wrong. Just tell me why I'm wrong. Okay, so Leviticus twenty-five forty-nine plainly states that children normally exit out with the family. So this is a case where the the uh, the father, whatever, if they went in. in no, no, this is they normally exit with the family. Read it. Leviticus 25, 41. Read it. What about the um, wife? Yeah, the wife, yeah. What if what if they gave them a wife? Um that yeah. that's that there's the rules. Remember, they're under the same law. I mean, me well, and what if they give them a wife? I, I can read to you what happens if you want yeah. to Go ahead, go ahead, G Man. Okay, so let's go to Exodus chapter 21. And let's read what the law actually says here. Now, remember, Jim Major, this is a national law here, okay? Now, these are the judgments which thou shalt set before them. If thou buy a Hebrew servant, six years he shall serve. And in the seventh, he shall go free for nothing. That's number one. Number two, if he came in by himself, he should go out by himself. And if you were married, 
then his wife shall go out with him for uh, for a sword. If his master had given him a wife, okay, this is the part right here. If his if if his master had given him a wife and she bore him sons or daughters, mm-hmm. the wife and her children shall be her masters, and he shall go out by himself. Do you want to know why? Are, are, are you aware wife, that that's a revision? I'm, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Sure, finished, G man. That is because the woman, the woman was owned by the master. See, if he came in with the woman, they left out together. Did, you, did you hear what and, you just said? Isn't that what the woman was said? Guys, can I finish? The reason why today so badly is because you guys never hear the full point. All right. By the, the point of the matter is, the point of the matter is, is that when, if he came into the um, if he came into the situation and his master gave him a wife, he can go free, but she can't, and it makes sense because she belongs to the master. What right. is your <laughs> argument? Right. Say Wait, that yes, that's exactly what I yeah. fucking oh, how said. How is that immoral, though? How Say that, that as many times as you need. Uh, to. How is that immoral? Because how is that immoral? because if he married her while he was in servitude, he couldn't leave with her because she was owned. She was yeah. owned. What's immoral about that? What's immoral about that? Are you married, sir? What immoral? Have you been laid? You had a girlfriend, like, like, like. Imagine having somebody that you loved. Imagine having somebody that you loved, that you devoted yourself to, you committed. So, what we're going to do is appreciate it, guys. We are going to. So they can't hear you right now. I've got you guys on mute. So what we're going to do is, we are going to kick it over to praise, then Michael, then G Man, then Jim. And we'll do a roughly one to two minute interval for each. Soon enough, we'll wrap up and go into the Q&A, folks. Just want to let you know. And so go ahead with your quick intervals. Twenty-one four does it say the children of wife are the masters for perpetuity? Nor does the text mention they were the masters beyond a legal sense. Masters in the Tanakh were investors, not slave masters. Example Genesis seventeen twenty-three and twenty-seven. Hence, the women and children were investments, not objects of subjugation. As a result, the situation entails a father using his family as collateral to pay off debts unless the next of kin redeem his debt. And because Leviticus 20, uh, 2541 documents his children and family normally exited with him, consequently, the law forbids any enslavement of their own people. As Leviticus 2546 in the contemporary English version plainly stipulates, and, this, and you can even, the citation is John Walton here and Becker. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Dismissed. Who's turn? Uh-huh. My turn? I think it was Michael and then G-Man and then you, Jim. Okay. Yeah, so just, just real quick, uh, take, just take as many times to read that over again as, as you need to, where you say Israelite, because what about the non-Israelite? And, 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 and the fact that the whole point was missed, and this is something that Jim tried to highlight, is, it, is that the wife, if it was given, so just imagine this, right? The guy, right? the man, the slave, is given a wife, like, like somebody's like, here, here's this. It's not like giving someone, uh, you know, uh, uh, a, 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 a glass of milk or something like that. The here, here's this thing. You're giving them a person, giving them a person like it was yours to give someone else. And when it's, and if they have children, then they have to stay because they can, they're not free. They can't go by themselves. They are owned by the master. That's it. Okay, and since it's my turn now, uh, I, I should have probably said this in the beginning. You have no basis to say that anything is right or wrong because you still haven't given us anything that say that if you do this, this is right, and this is how we know it. 
or this is how it's wrong and how we know it. You have no basis to say that anything is right or wrong, sir, in this particular context, all right? And Jim Majors earlier said that it was according to his own personal opinion. My personal opinion says that there's nothing wrong with it. So in order for it to become objective, you gotta have a basis in order to say why any of these things are right or whether or not they're wrong. These things are, these, these were laws that was given to the land of Israel, okay? And anyone who, 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 who uh, dwelt in the land, all right? They are not for us today, even though we have similarities to what we see in the Bible uh, and, and, you know, with our welfare program and some other things that we see going on or whatever. But the point of the matter is I'm still interested in hearing on how indentured servants are considered, um, I'm sorry, how indentured servitude is considered immoral. That would be considered a job, according to you guys. That's the argument that you guys made earlier. And if it's considered a job, then how is it, how is it immoral since both of you said that it was immoral in the beginning of this debate? Well, the reason why I bring this up is because I wanted to demonstrate and show everybody that you don't know as much about this topic as you think you do, Jim or Michael. I, I'll, I'll yield my time. Okay, um, my turn. That is right. Okay, uh, Exodus 21, one through four, says that if you buy a Hebrew servant that he served for six years and then you shall set him free on the year of Jubilee, on the seventh year, um, for nothing. If he came by in by himself, he goes out by himself. If he was married when he came in, then his wife shall go out with him. But if his master gives him a wife and she gives him sons and daughters, the wife and her children are her masters and he shall go out by himself. So not just the woman, so you, but their children. Okay. And in addition to that, in addition to that, when we're talking about non Israelites, you can will your slaves to your children. They can be inherited, but you must not rule over your fellow Israelites ruthlessly. And since G Man likes verses so much, it's uh, Leviticus 25, 45 through 46. Next up, we jump into the Q&A. So, do appreciate your questions, folks. We are going into it right now. I want to remind you our guests are linked in the description. And thanks for your question from the Crawdaddy029 says, let's see. G-Man, what can we... Let's see. Okay, looking for more serious questions. Joshua Larson says, G-Man, are you willing to do a rematch rap battle with JF? You did a rap battle with JF? Yes, I did, and I beat him. Gotcha. Insider in Port, thanks for your question, says, so good to see Brother Michael back on Modern Day Debate. James, if you could ask Michael to check his email now. We've both recently done debates here. We need a chat. Well, Michael, that's in your inbox waiting for you. Magellan, thanks for your question, said, can't wait for the theists to explain how slavery doesn't mean slavery and how actually the slaves were lucky. Praise and... Uh, G-Man, if you want to respond to that, you can. No, I'll let Praise go first, because I don't believe that's my argument. Yeah, so there is an equivocation of words, and uh, I think it's a presentist fallacy to impose the antebellum slavery verbiage with the ancient Near East um, servitude, with the mosaic servitude. Um, so it's a colloquial, I guess, I guess you're going to use in a colloquial wise that just means debt servitude. I mean, that's what it really means. So go ahead, G-Man. really nothing. Oh, it, I don't think they understand the topic. I, I just don't. That's all I'll say about that. 
Next up, I'm sorry, Wilson. Thanks for your question. Said, for G-Man, did chattel slavery exist in America in the 18th and 19th centuries? Because you platform someone who claims that it's indentured servant servitude. I'm sorry, could you read that again? They said, for G-Man, did chattel slavery exist in America in the 18th and 19th centuries because you platform someone who claims that it is indentured servitude? I don't know what they're talking about. I would have to see the video that is in question. Gotcha. Cider and Port, thanks for your question, says... James, I just emailed with an after-show link open to everyone here. I'm on the side of the atheist, but open platform. Hope Michael and Jim join. So, yes, that's linked in the description, folks. We will link an after-show for any side. So, uh, for any debate, we're willing to live, uh, link after-shows. And so, Mike Billars, thanks for your super chat. says, come on, we're all here for the comedy. And next up, they say, let's see. G-Man, where are you right now? Are you inside of Praise's head? Because it's really echoey. I'm good. <laughs> but appreciate the Craw Daddy 29 Thanks for your question. So, G-Man, you have been told this before. Pets are not slaves. We are stewards to them. Pets are considered family members. You're uh, not recognizing this. I'll respond to that. And he and whoever said that, they've been told on numerous occasions that uh, in the evolutionary classes, we're constantly told that we're animals, okay? If we are animals and we share a common ancestor with other animals, then it should be wrong for a human being to own another animal since well, since since this is what they teach uh, uh, in evolutionary class. So Did again, I just uh, hear you accept universal common ancestry? <laughs> so, again, that's what evolutionists teach. And, and evolution is one of the most racist positions, scientifically racist positions you can actually have. But that's not a position that you hold. So by you uh, positing it yourself, it's dishonest. If you say so. Next question. Next up, Mothra J says, what does the Bible say about safe? Let's see. I think this is supposed to be a personal If it's thing. a stupid question about a safe, please don't even ask that question. Evan, <laughs> Evan Stein says, aren't Jim and Michael white-splaining to G-Man? I heard we were always supposed to defer to people of color on issues like this. It, it, yeah, yes, we are. And it's very sad that we have to. Very sad. And, Jane, and G-Man should be ashamed. And even more so, his ancestors should be ashamed. Yeah, it's probably more my fault. I think I'm probably a little more white than Jim is. Give you a chance to respond if you want, G-Man. Yeah, can I respond to that, though, uh, uh, James? Because that was kind of... Yes. Like, yeah. So um, tell me something, uh, Michael and James. I'm um, Michael and Jim. How many of you guys have bought slaves over there in Africa since slavery is alive and well in America? I'm sorry, in the, in the world today. How many slaves do you guys own? And how many have you set free? I'm just curious, dude. G-Man, just because stupid. just because you have a, a gross conflation of the word slavery does not constitute that we have that same definition. So please stop applying it to us. Yeah, I'm not there sure are who own slaves in Africa and they're selling them for about 30 to 100 bucks. How many of you are going to buy and set free? Wait, I'm, 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 I'm confused. Are you yeah, talking I'm about human slaves or are you talking about uh, the, the pet the trade? I'm talking about human slaves. Are you not talking about pets? We've got to move to the next one. Oh, so, I thought we were talking about pets. We are, Sorry. We're going to Chris Gammon's question, which is, G-Man, I don't own my dog. Prisoners in jail are not owned. Slaves were not free to leave and live their lives as they wanted. This is wrong. My response to that is, is the 13th Amendment where it says, and pay attention, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as punishment for a crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place of subject or, or their, their jurisdiction. Congress shall have power to enforce their article by appropriate legislation. Number two, if you was paid a dollar and 15 cents an hour 
to actually make a major corporation richer, would you consider that freedom or would you consider that slavery? And when a person is thrown into the hole, would you consider that to be freedom or would you consider that to be slavery? You're aware of what the 13th Amendment is, right? The 13th Amendment abolishes slavery. No, it doesn't. It says it's good for punishment. Why don't you like to believe it? Christians abolish slavery. We must go to the next one. This one, Mothra J says, what's prescriptive language, G-Man? Prescriptive language would be, uh, let's say, for example, if you go to the New Testament, when Jesus says uh, to love your neighbor the way you love yourself, that is actually consistent with both the Old and the New Testament. Right. And it is commanded for everybody who is a follower of God. A, pre- a descriptive um, uh, a commandment would be if, uh, if there were rules for, like, if you had multiple wives, like, uh, like, like if you was in polygamy or whatever. Polygamy is not for, this is not for today, and it is barely uh, 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 condoned by God in the Old Testament. So that's, again, that's different from what you just said, because you said that it was divine. Well, the prescriptive law is divine. If it's prescriptive, then it's for today. If it's descriptive, it's only for that particular situation during that particular time. A lot that's, of atheists need to buy a dictionary. Next it's called question. a poddidic, yeah. A pod-didic. Next question, so, Mr. Lightning. So God's 20. a news desk? Guys, we do have a lot of we've got a lot of questions we gotta keep moving, but Yeah, sorry, Mr. James, go for Mr. it. Mr. Lightning twenty says, Where does it make sense for God to me, a moral relativist, by condoning slavery back in those times in ancient culture, but condemns it in moral times? Let me read that again. Where does it make sense for God? Um, to me, that? a moral relativist, uh, I think I they're saying, how does it make sense for God to condone slavery back in those times and ancient culture, but condemn it in modern times? Okay, so specifically, what are they talking about? They're talking about, they're, they're, they're talking about the type of slavery in the uh, transatlantic slave trade, because what we saw in the transatlantic slave trade was evil across the board. For example, if, if your slave ran away... Uh, during the transatlantic slave trade, they can actually kill you. And as a matter of fact, your dog and your cat had more rights than they did. You know what I mean? That's actually mentioned in, uh, what was that? The Descent of Man, too, by the way. Um, but um, in the Bible, if somebody ran away, you are supposed to let them go free. Yep. So the things that God condoned was good, and the things that, that God is condemning are not good, and they can be demonstrated from Genesis to Revelation. Next up, the Craw Daddy 29 says, You have been told this before, G-Man. Prisoners are not slaves. They are wards of the state. Did I read that already? According to the Constitution, they are not wards of the state. As a matter of fact, it says, an inv- and I'm going to keep reading this. It says, Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as punishment. Except as punishment. Except as punishment. They are not wards of the state. You can try to mm. see it all you want. Until you actually get locked up and get put into prison and have to work for 15 cents an hour, get thrown in sleep and have to get thrown in a hole and have to sleep in your own feces and get up and go to bed when somebody else tells you that tells you when to do it, you are never going to understand this topic. Finally, so, a question so what, for so why, wait, him, why, why is the 13th so, Amendment against involuntary servitude? Um, but the Bible is it condemns. Mm. Well, first of all, it condemns the transatlantic slave. The, 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 no, no, involuntary the, servitude. We're talking about America. We're not talking about Israel and their laws. We're talking about American laws. I know, in, in, in voluntary service in the 13th I'm, I'm Amendment. I'm trying to answer your question. You don't want the answer. So uh, when we get to the United <laughs> States, it is condemning what we had here during the transatlantic slave trade. But what makes me angry, and God knows how many other blacks angry in this country, is how it can be permitted when a person is thrown in jail and people like you don't care about it. 
So what's interesting? People there, like me just, don't just, care about yeah, it. Just one little okay. thing. James, Actually, is, I, well, yeah. okay, we'll like, give just, Michael just, a like, shot. Go ahead, Michael, seconds. and then we gotta go, go next. Um, I am I, somewhat somewhat tongue in cheek, but I'm uh, I, I, I something comes to mind from that uh, movie uh, from uh, Jim Carrey a long time ago. Liar, liar! He says, "Stop breaking the law, asshole." Um, that that's why you, you go to that's why you go to jail. Next, this one's for well, our atheist guests, and that basically validates slavery because you broke the law, right? There you go. You're a, you're you're, you're pro slavery, like I said earlier in this uh, video. So for this next one, we have to let the atheists have the last word because this is actually targeting them, uh, and so we're just going to give them a chance to respond, and then we're going to the next question. So, Truth Nerd says it takes arrogance to judge a former era by modern notions. By the same yes. standards, Darwin was a racist. What the atheists do prove is that we shouldn't be slaves to the letter confirming Second mm-hmm. Corinthians three six. So, so I I agree. We we cannot judge the past from uh, through a a modern lens. So, if we just look at it from a biblical lens, let's look at it from the lens of God. Okay, God, God is not against slavery. He is not against um indigent servitude he is however against enslavement of the israelites you cannot enslave an israelite the way that you do another one you cannot so just that alone says that if god has a problem with if god doesn't have a problem with with anything else he has a problem with you enslaving a certain group of people so in that context then your, your argument falls apart yeah, that's an outright lie. Yeah. Isaiah 58 says he's uh, against it. Read okay, it. so so much for the last word. Yeah, we've got to give the last word. We've got to give the give last the word, word to the atheists on yeah. this, and then we yeah. got to go to the next one. Because yeah, the original I, I super chat judge, was targeting them. I wouldn't judge anyone but God either. When the Ten Commandments are handed down, it's like super duper important to do all these things, right? And yet there's there's nothing talking about owning another human being. Um, just like there's nothing talking about the protection of children, just like there's nothing, you know, talking about treating women uh, equally. So, uh, so yeah, I, I wouldn't do anything but but uh, but judge. But you know, we can look at the bright side and that, that God doesn't exist anyway. So Red Knight eight two one says, if there is no God, slavery is not wrong. Nothing matters. Life wouldn't matter either. Humans wouldn't matter. So slavery is wrong only in your mind. J and M. Uh, I think they're saying for John. Uh, Jim and Michael. If, if, if Zeus didn't exist, then then uh, drinking arsenic would be good. That's I mean, it's just it's dumb. Next well, up, relativism. Cider and Port says, praise. What about the other 603 commandments? They are, we call casuistic law, descriptive laws or case laws. And the, the peoples of the societies determine those laws for the Ten Commandments. I mean, I've said that so many times. Hopefully that person can learn from that. Gotcha. Next up, appreciate your question from Ferran Sela says, throwing haymakers now. Yes, it was indeed a juicy one tonight. And M6A6E6M, thank you for your question, says, G-Man, change the word God for white supremacy. Uh, white s-u-p-r-e-m-a-c-y or <laughs> triple k then let us know how the whole bible sounds after the minor changes a better one than that uh, can he explain why abraham lincoln 
And, and, and the reason why slavery actually ended here in America was because of abolitionists and Christians, the Quakers. So I would love to hear what he has to say about that. Because it's darn sure wasn't no secularist that actually came to the rescue for us. Abraham Lincoln is one of the most secular prisons we've ever had. <laughs> Yeah. And and the same and the same Bible that was used that you're saying to abolish slavery was used to condone slavery. Yeah, by idiots. Okay. Uh, James, it was used to keep slaves subservient. Yeah, go can ahead, G-Man. Since it's for you. That was made that God only enslaves uh, non-Israelites. Do you mind if I actually respond to that for thirty seconds, maybe? For Next 30 up. Seconds. You, can you answer that for thirty seconds about God only enslaves uh, uh, non-Israelites? Uh, I didn't say God only enslaves non-Israelites. I said he's o- only okay with them being enslaved. But the Hebrew the Hebrew people are enslaved because they are his chosen people, because they're his slaves. Can I actually yeah, we, show we how God actually that. enslaves Israelites? And, and with just one quote, and that would be Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonians and then the Medes and the Persians and then the Romans and God knows how many other nations has been doing it since then. You guys don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, also wasn't, also wasn't an Israelite. <laughs> Also, was an Israelite. Also, and, didn't give and, a shit with God. The reason why they're enslaved because they didn't keep the law. You should actually go study your Bible, bro. You know what, uh, he, well, what do you mean he didn't keep the law? He was he, he didn't he, he wasn't a Jew. <laughs> you don't know what slavery is. You don't know what slavery is. Next up, like Ben Miller know. says the perfect, infallible, authoritative word of God is the perfect, infallible, authoritative word of God, except when it's opinions of God's followers misrepresenting the perfect will of God. No, yeah, my response uh, to that is, is that the majority of the people that talk about this perfect God that are atheists don't know nothing about this perfect God who pretends they read the Bible and don't know nothing about his commandments. Because if they did, I wouldn't need to be in the room. Right. You're so this they one both, coming in book of multiple choice. Cider and Port says, G-Man, would you be my slave under Exodus verse uh, chapter 21 conditions? If not, why not? Yes, I would. And the reason why I would, because I know how you have to treat me according to the Mosaic law, and you would have to compensate me. I, I tell you what, come be my slave and I'll beat your ass every day, but, but you, you'll, you'll get up and walk. Okay, I'll beat your ass. Weird. All right, Will Stewart. Will Stewart, thanks for your question, says, Jewish law demands better treatment than other cultures of the time. If morality is a social construct, how could it be immoral if slavery was a social norm of the time? Is immorality not subjective, Jim? One more time. So uh, they had said Jewish law demands better treatment than other cultures of that time in terms of like slavery done in different cultures. And they say if, if morality is a social construct, how could it be immoral if slavery was a social norm of the time? So immorality. you can look within the Bible, and, and you're uh, you're right to an extent. Uh, there there is a a uh, a revision going on from the the other ancient Near Eastern um, uh, uh, laws regarding regarding slavery. Um, but like, there's some things that they're they're um, that they're worse at. For example, in Mesopotamia, if you um, had to um, take one of your one of your your fellow kinsmen into into debt slavery. Um, you let them go every three years instead of six years. Um, but like, if you look in the the uh, the Old Testament, in the three places where we have the, uh, uh, the the laws for slavery, we have Exodus and we have uh, uh, Leviticus and we have uh, Deuteronomy, uh, and it's because there is a development going on there. So even within the Bible, you see that over 
400, 500 years, 600 years that there was a, 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 a maturing with just within the Israelites, just within the Jews. Um, so, I mean, that, what you're saying is, is nothing, nothing crazy. You know, that's like being, uh, that being surprised that, that we don't, uh, we, we don't hunt with, with sticks anymore. Um, it's, it's, it's expected. It's something that we'd expect to see, but we wouldn't expect to see three different, three different traditions, three different <laughs> ways of practicing this law. But we wouldn't expect to see in a book that is authored by a divinely perfect being, three completely different uh, um, prescriptions for slavery. Gotcha. Thank you very much. Gabriel K for your question said, so according to G-Man, eating meat is cannibalism. Oh, according to evolution as it is. No, it's slavery. <laughs> oh, it's slavery because everything's Lord. slavery. Oh, my, Lord. Oh, my, Lord. Oh, my, Lord. my uncle. Yeah, my is a slave. He's, he's, he's a slave and he's a slave owner. Okay. I particularly like my, my uh, chicken slaves. Two people in kindergarten. My, man, my, my <laughs> slaves got slaves and they got slaves. <laughs> Sorry. Tell me something, Jimmy. Sorry. I'm only laughing at that. Okay. I, hush, G man. Hush, G man. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Hush, Jimmy. hush. White people own Hush. Hold hey, on. hey, no, you're done. Okay. Hey, so, hey. One second. What I, I do want to do, hold on one sec. Uh, the, the original super chat was for G man. I don't want to gang up on him. So, we'll give him the last word on this super chat and then we'll go to the next one. Um, Last word. Thank you. What I meant to say okay. is, uh, so, so can you read it again? I'm having the last word. Uh, go ahead. They uh, basically, they this is where they said. So according to G-Man, eating meat is cannibalism. No, that's not according to me. Anybody who believes that we share a common ancestor with a deer, or we share a common ancestor with a, a cow or whatever, they're committing cannibalism because they believe they're both animals and they both believe that there's the same uh, genome or whatever. I don't believe that. Evolutionists believe that. Did you just say humans and deers are the same genome? Okay, sorry. It was only I'm only laughing because I said G-Man's having a stroke <laughs> during G-Man's head shaking. Master J says, you know, "I'm having fun listening to some of the most." Next, all right, we got to go to the next one. Master J, that's it. You're raking the yard Mothra tomorrow. Master J said, chance. "Are they a slave to a whale if they steal three thousand? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Yeah. I am confused, but thanks for your other question, this one coming in. Friendly reminder that our guests are linked in the description, folks. So if you want to hear more from them or watch more head bobbing, you certainly can by clicking on those links down below. And this next one coming in from M6A6E6M says, G-Man response. Let's see. Nah, uh, time to get, what does time to get trigger mean? Time to get triggered? I don't I'm, is it, they just they like shoot, like get shot? Like a yeah, like on a on a firearm. Let's see. I'm confused. Okay, Man, Gabriel, James, you are you are so cute sometimes. Gabriel K, bless your heart. Says, let's see. Um, on Twitter with limited characters could have done better. Oh, they're saying if God were on Twitter with limited characters, uh, they could have done. God could have done better. They say thou shalt not harm any human being in flesh or spirit would have been a better commandment if god was better twitter would have an edit button go ahead can i respond to that uh james can i respond to that james yep 
Okay, they said that God would have done better, but this is the problem though. Atheists don't believe that God existed. So you know who's responsible for enslaving people in this country and treating them as disgustingly as he would treat it? It was human beings. <laughs> God. Okay. Yes. Hold it's on, God. I'm, not done. I'm, I'm not done. I'm not done. Humanists did it, like yourself, Jim Majors, and like Michael Stewart. Okay, because if God doesn't exist, if God doesn't exist, and then their justification didn't come from God, there's only one other explanation that human beings are, are basically evil. And they did it because they just wanted to own them for the sake of owning them. Okay, okay. so you guys, you guys heard it. So either uh, either okay. humans are evil or God doesn't I, I exist. None of these things, but Spot I on, G man. So either humans are awesome. don't humans are evil or God doesn't exist. Which one? Both. God does exist. <laughs> God, humans are God contingent does exist idiots. Are yeah, humans Next, are contingent uh, idiots. Yeah, atheists don't know nothing about the topic, and this is proof that the cloud chasers. If they cared about this topic, praise I am. I'm a cloud chaser. That's why I stream for seven hours. Next one. This one comes in from Samuel Gray, 19K MSW. Thank you. Says G-Man, were the antebellum slaveholders who used the Bible Christian? Uh, Okay. So if somebody um, bought a slave during the transatlantic slave trade, for example, and they were to beat them with a whip or something like that, or they would have, they stole them from their country or they did something that the Bible clearly says that God is against, I would say no, because they are not obeying Christ. He says to love your neighbor the way you love yourself. As a matter of fact, if you go to Ephesians chapter six, verses five and nine, it says slaves obey your earthly masters with respect because the slave owner has a master that is in heaven. So a Christian would have had a totally different attitude about it versus people that, you know, if you ran away to cut your foot off or they whipped you and tried to change your name and tried to change everything about you, through force, kind of like these two guys are doing in this debate. So what you just said was a real Christian wouldn't do that. Thank you for committing the notes. I'm not saying that a yeah. real Christian wouldn't do that. I'm saying yeah, that's that exactly a, what you a said. Person, a person who's no, obeying a saved the words Christian of Christ, wouldn't do that. A person who's obeying the words of Christ would not do something like that. Right. You're so someone, so if someone, per, so if someone proclaimed to be a argue, Christian. Sir, let me finish. Let me finish. Sure, so you're ahead. trying to argue for the no truth, the, the no truth gospel fallacy. That is only true when you got a person. Uh, when both people are Christians, if one of them is not a Christian, uh, it is not the notion. Who's the one that determines whether they're know. Christian or not? The Bible does. God Himself oh. determines who's a believer and who oh isn't. He my gives gosh. Us, tells us oh, wow. how to determine okay. who's a believer and who isn't. Okay. Next, James. Thanks. This one coming in from Appreciate It. Will Stewart says, "Jim, have you ever read Ergo Slavery?" unjustifiable by alexander mcleod in 1802 how can you say the church was for slavery in america not not all of the church certainly uh most of the abolitionists like the, the main abolitionists were christians but the unfortunate truth of the matter is the majority of the slavers were christian and the majority of the people who used the bible to um to uh to propagate and to promote slavery and to allow it to continue to even defend it in its last days were Christians and they used the Bible to do it. Um, whether, and, it, and they even used a, a modified Bible um, with certain passages taken out and give it to the slaves. And you know what it did to the slaves? It kept them subservient to their masters because of that, that sort of language, because that, that, um, that slavery is what God is to the Israelites. That's God's a slave master to his people. He freaking uh, got him out of Egypt. What are you talking about? Yes. Yes. And what does it say in Leviticus 25? It says, you are my slaves now. I got, I brought you out of there. So now you are mine. 
my slave. Oh yeah, they were really slave. Ooh, yeah, how many uh, pounds? Uh, hey, uh, according to G-Man, they how were many quails? right. Like how many quails and man have fell? G-Man, G-Man, G-Man were they back? slaves? Were they slaves to God? Yes uh, or no? Hey James, can I screen share something real quick? Uh, come on, come on! No, yes, you disagree with your teammate. We do have to. Right after that, we've got to give the last word to the atheists because this was addressed to them originally. Okay. So, if you want to, I have something I want to share. Why don't you just why don't you just share my dirty clothes okay. with the with the, oh, with the laundry room? Can you just uh, approve this real quick for me, uh, James. Can you see that? Yep. James, can somebody read to me the title? Uh, back back. Uh, uh, praise I am. What is the title of the origin of species? Hmm? Uh, is the origin? Yeah. Read it. It says the origin of species by means of natural selection or pay attention, Mr. Majors and uh Preservation of I'm aware of what it says. I'm sorry, I'm aware of it. Say that again, praise I am. Say it again, praise I am. Preservation of favored races. What's your point? are supporters of racism and slavery. No, we are not. That is so dumb. That is so dumb. But the point of the matter is we're right. No, no, you no, no, you're not. The point of the matter is you're not. The point of the matter is that you think you are. I, I I get that you think you're right. I can tell you think you're right, but you're not. All right, we're going to get rid of the savage races. We have to give the last word. Explain the human zoos. G man, we have to give the last word. If you want to ask me a question, you need to send a super chat. Yeah, Jim can have the last word. I don't care. They support human zoos, but they're not supporters of slavery. I said Jim. Oh, what's up? <laughs> yeah, okay. Go ahead, Jim. Um, and then, yeah, Jim, you, because the super chat was originally addressed at you, oh. we want to give you the last word. What, what was it? What was it again? Did I answer it? Uh, they said, uh, "How can you say the church was for slavery in America?" Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I mean, it, it it absolutely is. I mean, even if you want to say that the Old Testament doesn't apply anymore. The, the the New Testament does. Uh, the church still teaches that you have to be um, subservient to to this to this God. I think it's a it's a it's a gross gross Morally. idea, and, and, and it doesn't even end and it doesn't even end in this life. Uh, hey, I understand you're triggered. I understand you're triggered, but it's my question. I'm not triggered. And even to the point of an afterlife, where you have to be subservient for an eternity, you don't get an option. You you're a slave. Wow. Yeah. And, it's, and it's in the New Testament that actually says um, slaves obey your masters and obey your Christian masters. Employer, that's what it means in the Greek. Because they are brethren and beloved. Let, uh, no. Mike. No, that's, I can't wait to close these statements. I'm going to have fun with these guys. That, that's not what it means because you know what? Because even on the Sabbath, when they're supposed to be off, they're still theirs. Next up, Will Stewart, thanks for your super chat, said, Jim, are you saying that because a person not following scripture calls themselves a Christian, that they therefore are a Christian? And then they say, does James... Not say, I think they mean the uh, epistle of James. They say, does James not say faith without works is dead? Nice. That is nice, yeah. It's great. So what does that mean? I'm a Christian, I'm sitting right here, and that didn't make no and, and, you, and you don't know what it means, and that's that's what, that's the point. So uh, I have a question. Well, actually, you know, I wait to my... Well, my, just to be sure that you actually heard the question, though, Jim. I, I'm, I'm not sure if you did. Like, did you hear the first part? I don't think you did either. What? Repeat it. So the I, I just want to be sure you read the first part. I'm not trying to uh, press you, but just oh, okay, maybe sure I didn't hear the first part. My audio is not great, but they said, uh, "Are you saying that because a person not following scripture still calls themselves a Christian that they're a Christian?" A person not following the not following the scripture, correct? And they don't call themselves a Christian, or they do call themselves a Christian. They say that they do call themselves a Christian. 
And so they're saying, does that mean oh. they're a Christian? We're talking about who? They're saying, I'll read it one more time. They say, are you saying that because a person who doesn't follow the scripture calls themselves a Christian, that thus they are a Christian? That that's it. They are Christian. I mean, no. <laughs> gotcha. And no, I'm not. Mike Billars, thanks for your question, said, why is G-Man such a gamma? Is that the new <laughs> thing nowadays? Gamma male? So I'm not an alpha, I'm not a beta, but I'm a gamma. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, okay. pretty, that was actually pretty funny. I got to give them credit for that. I got yeah. to, but the real question is this, James. Uh, what does the preservation of favorite races mean? Like, I'm serious. I'd like to know what that actually means. One of these two guys in here can break that down for me. Oh, why don't you ask an evolutionist? Mm. You are an evolutionist, and so is your partner. I am? Yes, you are. You're not a creationist, that's for sure. Uh, uh, is it a dichotomy? Okay, so you choose to troll rather than actually answer the question about per preservation of favorite races, but I'm supposed to take you seriously, like you care about slavery, right? Uh, I'll this tell you what, if you want me to answer seriously, send a super chat. This is a black man saying this to you. Can you please explain to me what it means by preservation of favorite races? Well, why don't you send a super chat if you want a serious answer? Next up. Because, because, because for free, I don't have nothing for you. Next up, Mike Billars says, why is G-Man such a... Oh, I think we got that one, right? Okay. This one, The Art Odyssey asked, tonight's selection of theists... Let's see. They said, I'm not impressed. Um, gotcha. Okay. I, I summarized <laughs> it. I gave the summary. But thanks for your question. This one coming in from, I think we might have one that I saved from earlier. This one from Big Thang Bruce Wayne says, what university still uses that Darwin book as a course book? G-Man. Everybody uses it that teaches the theory of evolution. I have a biology book right over there that quotes directly out of it. So, you know, the bottom line is I want to know before this show is over, what does it mean by preservation of favorite races? If the atheists don't know, then they can just say it. And then I can accuse them of not knowing what evolution is. So I, I would love for them to tell me what the heck preservation of favorite races is. Somebody, anybody. Okay, so what the preservation of favorite races I mean, your races? Has- has nothing to do with what evolution is. Evolution is change is in a little frequency over time. Okay. And, and even if we grant, even if we grant that Darwin was racist, that has nothing to do with the validity of his theory. That is still the best explanation for the biological diversity we see on this planet. Period. End of sentence. If you've got something better, get your paper published. You'll be the most famous person in human history. I'm already the most famous Next. person in history because I'm a child of God. So anyway, so Next. going back in response to that, is this if you're telling me that preservation of fear races has nothing to do with it then why why in the descent of man does darwin say that the civilized races are going to get rid of the, of the the savage races which would be black people if you know anything about who was considered savages back then I and they were granted. the ones who enslaved wait a minute hold on a minute they would I be granted the ones darwin was racist who cares hold on a minute hold on a minute this is important this is the people that enslaved people during the translate slave trade these are the people who did it people had this belief system so again, no. sir, what does it mean by preservation of favorite races? Stop ducking and dodging it and answer the question. I just said. Can we just get back to the Q&A? Yeah. yeah, I just said, let's just accept that Darwin was racist. Who cares? It has nothing to do. Racism leads to slavery. It has Next nothing up. to do. <laughs> Racism well, leads to slavery. The ideology is racist, though. Uh, ideology is slavery. I can't remember the last one. I'll tell you that. Go ahead, Shanny says, is slavery more immoral than a cash app payment? Not too nice. Praise, have you been doing something sketchy on cash app? <laughs> Next up. I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches is my answer. Gotcha. You answer stupid questions with stupid answers. 
Thank you very much. Samuel Gray, 19K MSW, says, G-Man or Praise, does teaching certain slaves to read out of certain Bible books and turning a whole diaspora to a foreign religion, namely Christianity, make them good missionaries? Absolutely. Uh, number one, nobody can be forced to become a Christian. It is a, it is a choice that a person yeah. has to make in order to be born again. Again, if anybody has actually read the Gospels, they would know that Jesus himself said, in order to see the kingdom of heaven, you have to be uh, born again. No one can force you to be that way. Anybody who says that don't know jack about Christianity. Go ahead, praise. They can only force you to stay that way. Go ahead, praise. Yeah. Isaiah 58, 6, God detests slavery. Read it, guys. Isaiah 58, 6, our God hates it. Next up. Mike what Billars. a shock that you found a contradiction so in the Bible. Says, G-Man, in biology, race, quote-unquote, is essentially synonymous with species. So I think they're saying no, that the preservation no, of favored no. races really means... My, my, so by the way, I appreciate somebody actually trying to answer the question. I greatly appreciate that. But usually when I'm called the N-word by races and whatnot, it's usually because of the color of my skin and not because of who my mom and my dad. I'm pretty sure if Darwin so, didn't use the wait, N-word. Wait, wait a minute. I'm not done, Jim Majors. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hey, you're my, you're my slave. This is serious. You are my right. slave. You watch your mouth. usually weird. This so is serious. Yeah, so, so this is serious. So hold on a minute. So usually when, when people are referring to black people as the N-word, that has nothing to do with whether or not. And by the way, human beings, is, the human beings are all considered the same species. It's stupid. Okay, they're obviously going by skin color and how we look different than people who are more evolved, which would be Caucasian people. Yeah, that explains why a chihuahua looks different than a German shepherd. They got to be different species, right? I'm going to have fun with you later. <laughs> Because you're going to be deemed a racist after this. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Next if, up, if you're wondering, you're the chihuahua. We demon. will go into the question from... Juzy1980 says, if H-I-T-L-E-R said 2 plus 2 equals 4, does that mean 2 plus 2 doesn't equal 4? I think they're, Nine. Saying, I think they're saying that if someone evil uh, said something in the past, does it mean that therefore because someone evil said something that therefore the opposite is true? And does that 2 plus 2 equals 4, and I say that 2 plus Minus 2 equals 4, and Matt says that 2 plus 2 equals 4, then that would be correct. Even evil people say things that are correct every now and then. Next up, Mothra J says, G-Man, what was Michael's answer to the favored race objection that you brought up? Michael's answer? Michael hasn't spoken in a while. I don't remember. He hasn't spoken in a while. No. What I said was, I said, let, I just grant that that uh, Darwin was racist. It has nothing to do with the theory. Next uh, up. It has nothing to do with the theory. I'm talking about... It has about nothing to do with the theory. Period. I'm, and talking the about, I'm talking about what justifies... A person being a slave because i'm not talking about your evolutionary theory this time i'm talking about whether or not that's exactly what you were talking about hold on as an atheist and as an evolutionist as being justified to own another human being and you do with your theory of evolution that's you're asking for a beating next up no i know that i know the theory better than both that you combined samuel so gray 19k msw said g man so then the slave owners were good missionaries because they turned all the slaves christian Number one, all of the slaves were not turned Christian. A lot of the slaves turned down Christianity and actually gave into like Islam or just didn't want to believe in a Christian God altogether because they probably blamed him for actually being there. So, um, I, and, and by the way, also, you got to understand something. A lot uh, in Africa, Christianity was taught over there in Africa. Uh, atheists wrongly believe that it wasn't. There, some of these churches are actually being dug up over there in Africa. One, one of them is actually made out of a cross. It's one of the oldest churches in existence that's still intact. So Christianity was taught in Africa long before the transatlantic slave trade. Gotcha. The and then, unit, you got a bunch of examples. Putting this in the paraphrased form, the Crawdaddy 029 says, oh good, I get to hear G-Man tonight. 
And thanks for your other question, <laughs> Samuel Gray, 19K, MSW. No, Gabriel K, we got that. Thanks. Gabriel K said, G-Man, Aaron told you all about evolution. Come on. Aaron Rod, <laughs> Aaron, Rod Aaron Rod doesn't understand evolution. When 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 Aaron Rod can, right. can tell me the difference between an animal and a human, then I'll listen to Aaron Rod. Next up, Brian F says, if everyone became atheist, would the world be better? Or if everyone obeyed God, would the world be better? Question for both sides. Which God? If everybody believed in God, the world would be exactly the same. If everybody, if everybody was an atheist, the world would be exactly the same. The issue is whether or not you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Yeah, Jesus Christ is the paragon of all empathy and all uh, morals. He's the highest standard, amen, period. Amen, 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 amen. Jim and Michael? Uh, I just said which God. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's simple. Well, us atheists already know that God exists. They just suppress the truth and unrighteousness. We blah, all know blah, this. Blah, 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 blah. I can prove it, though, in, this, in another debate. No, you can't. Yes, you can't. I can. Next up, thank you very much for your question. Carnivore, oh wait, so everybody feel like they got to answer that? Yeah, um, I would use a pre-sub argument Jim Majors that you can't deal with it, dude. So anyway, go oh, ahead. Yeah, 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 I can. Yeah, I can. It's just, no, we, well, hold on. Well, jo- okay, all right, uh, so right, right now, I challenge you to a debate. You want to, do, you want to debate a pre-sub argument? Yo, yeah, I would definitely do it. Okay, cool. All right. Do it, James. over in five minutes. Okay, gotcha. Um, Michael, if you wanted to respond to that one, I, I wasn't sure if you felt like you had sufficient time to. Oh, no, see, that's fine. Okay. Carnivorous, Carnivorous Ape says, does G-Man still think evolution was responsible for the transatlantic slave trade? I believe that people who believe that human, that, that, um, that, 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 that there's a group of people out there that's more evolved than, than the next person, yes. I believe that evolution was the main, was the main, um, was, was the main driving force to, for, for, for people to go out there and to have slaves. Uh, during hmm. the transatlantic slave period, because That's cool. if, if, if if you remember what the slave owners actually thought about black people, they thought that 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 black people were not even animals. I'm sorry, they were lower than animals, and that white people was considered a, a more evolved race. You can kind of like how the Israelites told about the Canaanites. But the question is a genetic fallacy, anyway. Gotcha. Amen, Next amen. up, let's see. Uh, Carnivorous ape says, "Does G Man still?" We got that. Shani for gaming says that is slavery okay if you give them a house and a phone? Only if it's an iPhone. Next up, Guillermo Alex, Alexis Morales. Michael, quick on your feet. They say for the theist. That wasn't the real Shani for gaming. That was a fake one. Gotcha. And the uh, Guillermo Alexis Morales says for the theist, why did your deity create us? From my point of view, he needs us more than we need him. We've been living out of his grace, like we've been. Praise living... God, praise. I hold on, I'm not. Hold on, let me finish it. He said, we, "We've been living out of his grace, like forever. What's the point of hell?" So no, God, as we call say a seity, as a seity, self-sufficient himself, he doesn't need humans. That if he needed us, then he wouldn't be God. Uh, but he shows his love. He has uh, incredible love, unconditional love, and it's the highest love possible. What I call supererogatory love, which goes beyond obligation, because Jesus died for his enemies. Um, that's what he wants to share and have. He wants to have relationships with people. Man, I mean, why are people? I don't understand this. Why, what's the separation here? Just love God, and I mean that's the way it's posted meant to be. Go ahead, G-Man. Or else, the short answer, 
the short answer to that, uh, I, I guess, would be to add to what you just said. They prayed. They didn't get that pony that they always wanted. Therefore, they're mad at God. So they're pretending that there's no God. God is a loving God. God lives outside of time and space. He is all powerful. He is omnipresent. He certainly don't need us. We was made for him and for his purposes. We, Your God doesn't exist, Jimmy. You're nothing but dirt com in comparison. And only proud, puffed up, narcissistic man <laughs> believes that, 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 that God actually needs us. Your God doesn't exist, G-Man. Next, this one coming in from the Crawdaddy029. This is a summary or paraphrase. It says, <laughs> James, G-Man, what can be found at your channel, at your link? G-Man responds, you can find a lot of me um, and what's in the Bible. So, okay, thank you for that. And then, let's see, Gil, oh, wait, hold on. You I want me to answer that? No, 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 it was like I was paraphrasing their somewhat less charitable super chat uh but we uh but ben miller says how did 1850s 1850s darwin and evolution start the 1500s atlantic slave trade because people thought people have been thinking that um that, that, that humans that, that life originally came from the ocean since ancient egypt the, the ancient egyptians actually taught their people that life originally came out of the Nile river evolution Darwin just made it popular. People believed in evolution long before Darwin. Gotcha. This one coming but, but in. Th that doesn't make sense, though. Because if we all have the same common ancestry, how would that lead to racism? Because according to that, we're, we're monkeys. We're all that's one. Why. Black people are the Hold on. Let's, all let's hear from Jim. Let's, but, let's... but that's not evolution. You're saying, no, never mind. Never mind. Gotcha. Next. This one comes from Magellan says If God is the highest form of all empathy, why are there diseases like. Uh, I'm probably going to mispronounce this. Is it lo Loasis, where worms live yeah. in your eyeball, slowly turning you blind, oftentimes with kids? I can answer it. Sin. That's why sin, it exists. Sin Man's is made disobedience. Up. Man's disobedience to God. Eating the things that they want to eat, doing the things that God tells them not to do, and the, because of that, you know, the creation is cursed. And the only way, the only way to reverse any of this is you have to come to Jesus Christ. We get cursed before we do anything. We get cursed when we're born. We get cursed in the womb. No, you, you Jim, 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 Oh, so you're, so, so you're not born in sin. We're doing what your father Adam did in the Garden of Eden. We all. So you're, so you're not, you're not born into sin when it says that no one is righteous, no, not one. It's that's. Oh, I'll repeat this again. You're doing what your father Adam did in the Garden of Eden. He deliberately disobeyed God and ate what he was told not to eat, and because of that, he's dead in the. He, he became dead in his trespasses. Yeah, that's Calvin. That, that wasn't me. It's like you, sir. That, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. Next up, yes, will been mocking God this entire show. No, that was me. <laughs> I, I didn't do that. <laughs> I, oh, wait, we, well, next up, um, Will okay. Stewart says, Jim, if you can see that, and let's give Jim the last word on this because we have had a lot of rebuttals and we do have more questions. So Will Stewart says, Jim, if you can see that simply saying you are a Christian doesn't make you a Christian, how could slave owners who harmed their slaves be Christian during the times after Christ? Well, I mean, I don't believe God exists. So to me, there are no christians like because in order to be a christian god has to exist right um so i mean it's, it's kind of uh kind of weird putting it that way um but uh yeah next up ben miller thank you for your question said how did uh, i think we did read that that was on how asking how 
1850s Darwin evolution. Yeah, we get that. And then let me just reload in case any last questions came in. Want to remind you, our guests are linked in the description, folks. You can hear plenty more where this debate came from. May, may, may I say something real quick? Yep. Um, I, I just want everybody to be clear. I don't want to own G-Man as, as a slave. I don't want to have slaves. I'm not a racist person. It was simply for the purpose of this video. So if this gets memed or whatever, um, that's that's. Uh, I just want this to that be, to be known. I think that you was a cop chaser. And I think yeah, Jim's a good guy. No, he would never be like that. Next, I'm, I'm chaser. Later on, we'll review tomorrow. Essay, Shannon. I think I think everybody I, might be something. I, I'm a cloud chaser. Okay. We <laughs> this one comes in from Mothra J says, "What about the late night phone calls in slavery?" What does that mean? I, I, I reject those. I just swipe to the right. Next up, the Crawdaddy029 says, G-Man, I challenge you to the same debate. I think on slavery, they mean they say oh. because modern database, I think that's supposed to be me, uh, is being <laughs> extremely dishonest with my super chat. Um, it's true. I did clean up Crawdaddy super chats so that they were more amiable. Uh, I even, some people, like there were some super chats I skipped completely I didn't even try cleaning them up because Thank it was—it just looked like Thank it was petty trolling of one of the or more than one of the speakers. Um, we we don't like the personal like attacks on the speakers. It's like we uh, if they personally attack you, like if if you're in the live chat and someone says like, "Oh hey, I see you there in the live chat," you know, um, stupid whore energy. You're so you're such a beta. Then I'm like, <laughs> okay, I agree. It's fair game to like lash back, but like. There, I, I've never seen any speaker ever do that on our channel. Griever Dreed, um, anyway, G-Man, are you going to take on the Crawdaddy? Uh, when, well, actually, is, is he a real person or is he like a troll or whatever? Like, like you know who he is? Um, he seems somewhat ill-tempered, but he seems sincere too. I would have to know who he is. I would need to see his YouTube channel and see how serious he is about the topic. He's I don't a... see none of that, and I think he's a troll. The answer is no. Oftentimes, he's amiable. Sometimes he's cranky. Griever Dreed, thanks to your questions as extraordinary claims need extraordinary evidence. How is it that believing in a sky daddy is proposed as a more reasonable position than non-belief? That's it's so not. stupid. That's a character to begin with. But for, here's the thing. When you say extraordinary, that's just your opinion what extraordinary is. It becomes circular. So it becomes question begging. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, well, how about we show the universe without God? I mean, that's that's an extraordinary claim in itself. So who are you to say that's extraordinary? That, oh, that's yeah, the universe. I would love it to take God completely off the picture and talk about the Big Bang and find out where that matter and that energy came from and how it expanded and created all this universe without an intelligence actually doing it. I love having those conversations. And how do you get new anatomical features with, from mutations when nobody's been able to demonstrate that at all in history? I would love to have that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and your answer is Jesus did it. No, that, 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 that just fucking solves everything. With evidence, we got to have a long cosmological argument. Gotcha. Next up, this one coming in from Dearest Juzy. I hope I'm, I'm pronouncing that right. 1980 says, Why did a perfect God create imperfect beings, then punish us for being imperfect? Can I answer that? Because you wanted to kill his son. Yeah. Uh, uh, can I answer that phrase I am if you don't mind Absolutely. Okay, if, you, if you actually read the book of Genesis starting from chapter 1 you'll see that God is creating everything and then when he finished creating everything he called it good then you see this repeated in Genesis chapter 2 if you actually read it and then in Genesis chapter 3 it's a really good read you will see how the things that God called good sinned against God and they became corrupt and evil 
for you to say that God uh, created these corrupt things shows you have never read Genesis chapter one, two, or three, or you did and you didn't understand. So now that you're educated about it, never say that again in public. No, he, he didn't create things perfect, but he created things so that they could become it even worse. That's not, no, that's no, 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 John. That's not the. That's not the question that was presented. Now you're changing it now, Jim Major. Right, John three seventeen. Oh, okay. He created humans to save him. John three seventeen. Uh, next up, Detective Ruby says, as a Christian man, why does G-Man think it's okay to threaten to, let's see, allegedly, gosh. Uh, is this Does that have anything nice? to do with slavery and the Bible or anything like that? Or is it going off topic now at this point? No, uh, this is a tricky, uh, I don't think, there's no way <laughs> I can interpret slavery. this. <laughs> if we've been on topic ones, I'm surprised. Let's see. I'm sorry. Wilson says so. The so the triple K is completely just because they're not Catholic. Who said? Anyway, I don't know what they're talking about. Nobody's talking about that. Gotcha. And by the way, well, what does the king have to do with slavery? We are what working. Do with anything? <laughs> I guess it's a dumb statement. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. I. Uh, it's uh N-O-X-D says, G-Man, Bible acknowledges that some people don't believe in God. Belief is not a choice. Why would God punish people for something that isn't their choice? It is a choice. And uh, in, in, in the scripture, it, 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 it talks about that, that, that God gives you a choice between life and death, between curses and blessings. It's right there in the book of Deuteronomy, okay? You can read it. It's right there in Deuteronomy 28, all right? Okay, okay. So, if we have a I'm choice. Not I'm not finished. I'm not finished, okay? <laughs> It is a choice, okay? A person can willfully uh, choose to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, or they can or, or they can choose to reject it. Yes, you're but, right. but, but you're, you're not answering answer the question. question no, you're, no, you're, you're not. Right. No, you're not answering the question. One sec. Let's let's give him another thirty, sec- 30 seconds, then we'll come right back. So, to you. so 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 he says that yes, there there are some people in the scripture that don't believe. You're right. There are such people in there that don't believe, and those people who don't believe go to the lake of fire. The people who do get eternal life. And by the way, it was their choice. And they will be judged based on that choice. That's but, one hell of a Sophie's the, choice. But wait, wait. They're not asking about the choice to believe in Jesus. They're asking about the choice to eat of the forbidden fruit. They're asking of the choice to commit the first transgression that made it necessary or that made it possible for us to sin. That's what they're asking. And that's what you're not answering. I'm answering. Okay. Okay. If you're, if you're answering it, then who, then, then choose not to eat of the forbidden fruit. Sir, you don't know. You cannot. Sir. Yes, you can. Do it. It's really simple. It's called, I'm, it. I'm going I'm to obey God and I'm not going to sin. We have that same choice every day today and people make decisions. Uh, not no, no, you've, you've already done it. I'm saying never do it. Sir, you don't know what you're talking about, sir. No, you don't know what you're talking about. Because I haven't even been through You're telling me, you're telling me that, I, that, I, that I'm guilty? You don't know what you're talking about, sir. You just don't. Because I have a choice? Next up. You sound like Psalms 14. Dumpster right fire. <laughs> Will Stewart, Will Stewart is coming after you, praise. Will Stewart says, why do you uh, denigrate Calvinism when it has a more moral argument to defend these types of topics? What? Yeah, no, Calvinism is not moral. I'm sorry, because uh, God brings in evil. You mean, you're impugning our God. So no, but, but slavery is okay, damn it. Right. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's yeah, dead slavery. What's wrong with that? That's the people have dead slavery today. So, uh-huh. but you want to know what though? They got a point. You know, if slavery is wrong. Then he's got to acknowledge that murder is wrong. And after all, nobody's killed more people in in, in the last one hundred years than atheists. One hundred million to be exact. 
than no, uh, God. But God, murdered. you have murdered 100 million people over the last 100 years. I mean, God drowned if billions. Combined, if you combine yeah. everybody who died in the Old Testament or the New Testament, you don't even come close to what happened in the last 100 years, sir. You don't yes, know what you do. No, you know. Yes, you do. Probably if you if you include all the miscarriages and all the dying of old age, God did all those miscarriages. So so now you so you don't support abortion. Then. Uh, when did he say you say that? Last time I checked, the, the ACA. I, I said miscarriage. Fully support, but wait a minute, God's not responsible for that though. But you are responsible for your tax dollars for supporting people to go out there and murder unborn babies. What, uh, do you know what a miscarriage is? Do you know what a miscarriage is? You fucking idiot. The most atrocities atheists commit every day, man. Come on. It's a, uh, never mind. Let's get back oh my on gosh. topic and talk about slavery, man. Come on. Next up, <laughs> this one coming in from Magellan says, G-Man, you are an evil human. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> but Amen. Amen. Read that shit. He said, James, you're an it. evil human being that can attempt to justify the suffering of children and say horrific diseases are okay. Okay. So my, my Bible tells me that we have all sinned and has fallen short of the glory of God. You are a sinner just like me. And no, I don't say all of those things. All right. But because we're both sinners, we both need Jesus. Repent while you still have time. That's my answer for that. Amen. Or else. Next up. The Art Odyssey says, Keep "Why in America, there... Michael, or, or Canada, or else? Sir, you get locked up. What kind exactly. of statement is that?" <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but I won't, I won't, I won't languish sir, sir, in eternal torment. Adolescent. The Art Odyssey. You guys have so much energy. The Art Odyssey says, you really "Why are there... the Q&A Hold on. Part. They say, <laughs> "Hold on." Yeah, yeah. Next time, restructure without with G, man. Bear with me. The Art Odyssey says, "Why are there so many specific rules in the Bible against mixing fabrics?" eating certain foods, certain sexual behaviors, but none against owning other human beings. How is that moral? Theists are immoral. There are laws in the Bible against and uh, and and actually talking about how to treat your slaves in the Bible. Read it. Try it. It's a really good yeah. thing you have to read the Bible. Makes so why is it bad to wear mixed clothing? Anyway, so as far as mixing fabrics go, God is teaching the difference between clean and unclean, holy and unholy. If you actually read your Bible, you actually read the law, you would know this. Amen. So what's more holy? That's why wool. it's wrong. Yeah. What's more holy? Cotton or wool? I just I need to know. No, it, it, it doesn't matter. But, but why? Why because is one more holy? It was than a the forerunner other? to Christ because Christ could only fulfill that. Only he because God it. said so. Might equals right. And why is and, that and, according to G man? It's a precursor to the science. Jim, you know that. Come on, dude. You were a Christian for twenty seven years. I thought. No, that's what the Christians think. Sure, that's what the Christians think. But that's not the Old Testament. He believed that he could own a slave. He probably have him in his had him in his back, or didn't you, Jim? When you was a Christian, right? Right. I probably had what? Didn't the pastor, wait a minute, hold on a minute. Could you think Christians think it's okay to own slaves? So what pastor taught you that? I, I didn't oh, say that. <laughs> well, then I didn't why say that. an argument that Christianity supports it, then you moron. What are you talking about? I said the, about? the Bible. The, the Bible, you, you know idiot. About, right, next up. James man, you, that. That holy crap. Man, you, you should you just taken one less Xanax than you did. Next oh, up. Go ahead, James. Go ahead, James. The next Art question. Odyssey. Says Isaiah forty-five verse seven says, "I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things." God is reasonable or responsible, they say, for evil. No, read the word evil in the Hebrew. It's uh, it means distress. Uh, it means something it, natural it, evil, not morally. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. It it means more like um, 
like destruction and and things things like that. But yeah. can I respond to that? It's, it's still it's, it's not um, it's nothing good. That's why you have to remember. Yeah, I think it's. I think the other word is calamity. That the Bible is yeah. not written yeah. in English. It's written in Hebrew yeah. and in Greek. And if you look at yeah. it in the Hebrew, the scripture that he's got finished reading, it is talking about a calamity. Go to blueletterbible.com. Go to the Hebrew, <laughs> and it's going to show you that okay. it is calamity. Meaning yeah, you're all okay. You're Michael. Awesome job, man. So <laughs> you know your stuff. Okay. Like, they don't want the answers to yeah. them. You're, so, you're right, all okay. in yeah. agreement. So, well, so G man, I was the one who said calamity, and hey, fuck calamity. Calamity is awesome. Let's have more calamity. Sorry, you don't know what calamity is. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> You're Next up, you know, for the record, in Michael's defense, he 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 was basically on your side. Um, NBA contracts are a calamity, but damn it. MO says G Man has, let's see, um, <laughs> uh, they say G Man is silly and admitted he left. Let's see. And wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love it when James breaks down like they that. They said, <laughs> and they said G Man left somewhere because he wasn't able to punch special ed children. <laughs> no, that can't what? be true. They said, stop engaging him. G Man, say it ain't so. What has that got to do with slavery, though? <laughs> <laughs> this is a good this opportunity a for you to deny it. Channel, you know what I mean? The but, because they have a teacher. Nothing to do with the actual topic at hand. Okay. Sure it does. They have a teacher. That, that, that's your slave master. I am trying to answer the super chat. This goes okay. back to what I said. I'm going to keep saying this. There are clout chasers on here who do not care about slavery in the Bible and whether or not it was moral or not. Because well, G- talking about it. Next up. G-Man, to some of what you said tonight, you have said everything is a slave and then nothing's a slave. All right. I'm sorry, Wilson. This really is embarrassing. It says, who has the better chin between Jim and James? That's uh, embarrassing. You know, What's I that? have to tell you, Jim, more than anybody who comes on this show, people, all the people, it's always, oh, Jim, what a beautiful man. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank so uh, you've got that going for you. But, uh, it's, yes. It's honestly 100%. Jim. Jim wins the chin, man. It's according to the chat, that would seem to be the vote. But thanks for your uh, super chat, Magellan, who says, Why is it with theists that words never mean what they mean when you don't like what they mean? G Man, um, wait you want Jim to answer it to me. Wait till you have a sick child, but I don't know why. In English, people. I mean, the main is Christian. Y'all give Matt Delahunty credit. At least he understands that the Bible was not written in English, that it was written in Hebrew and Greek. Unfortunately, the majority of the audience were atheists don't know this. Right. <laughs> Next up, this one coming in from, I'm sorry, Wilson says. Oh, I lost it. Where did it go? Says, the, doesn't G-Man's buddy claim that? Right I don't even want to answer them no more. The um, people that you're mentioning are just trolls. I don't even want to answer them no more. There's no intelligence in the most of the atheists hate them. <laughs> in so, I don't even want to talk Okay, I'm sorry, Wilson. Yeah. G-Man is, he's, uh, he's okay. tired of some of these. Uh, <laughs> but his bedtime. So I don't want to answer anything. They, they got real questions. I don't answer it. They truly care about it. Let's see. Um, thank you. This, let me just see if there are any questions that I missed. I know that there were some earlier, but folks, this has gone longer. It's already been two and a half hours. And so, hey, hey, um, um, hey, James, James, if you don't mind me saying this real quick, for the people out there that are sincerely and genuinely interested in stopping slavery, and if you think it's really wrong, in Africa right now, there are several people who are considered chattel over there in Africa because they're too poor to take care of themselves. 
If you really care about the topic, they only cost about $30, so about $100. You can go buy one and set them free. And this is for the people who care about it. But the people out there that are clout chasing, please understand this will be thrown in your face every day you don't do it. But there's so many people that are under contract in the NFL. We should free them. Yeah. I'm really notice concerned they, about notice Tom Brady. Get, notice notice that, that, that I'm talking about chattel slavery. And now they're talking about a different form of slavery. I'm being serious here. You're not. Wait, uh, so slavery slavery is all the same word. It's all, they're all beds. Slavery, Listen, take 30 bucks. I'm sure you got a really good job. Take 30 or 100 bucks. Go buy one in Africa and set them free. Do it right now. They're, they're all beds. Next up. This one coming in from Mitchell says, Jim Stash is a slave master. It owns his persona. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Beautiful Stash. <laughs> and thanks, Christian Alexander, who says, G-Man, I appreciate you coming on to defend what you believe, but it never lets you, let's see, <laughs> never lets you anywhere near my special ed students. <laughs> is whack. G-Man Zato, you couldn't have said that. This is a great opportunity to clear the air and say, I didn't, you know, it's super simple, man. Just want say I didn't to punch like, just... any... Special ed student. Okay, well, no, no comment. It's just atheist lying like they always do. <laughs> okay, well, I, I, I think Jim needs an ambulance. Okay. Somebody said, "Why no one knows?" It's okay for them to do it, and it's so funny. My thing is, if they would stop touching little children and committing pedophilia, let's not talk. We don't have to go there. That's not that's not slavery. And I can say that. I can say that. They can say that. That was it. Touching this chat. I mean, this conversation has already gone to the worst places. There's no need to go to that final last place. Um, but we do. What? We do. We get to arguments because they're not even making real statements. I, I didn't even hear the question. <laughs> Next up, Magellan says, G-Man, why are you so upset? I'm not upset. Why are atheists asking questions that have nothing to do with slavery? I believe you guys heard about the topic. Jim Majors don't care about it. He thinks it's funny. Oh, I'm not laughing at the question, I promise. It. No, slavery is a funny topic. That's what it is. It's a funny topic to them. Next up. It's a, it's a well, I can't say this, Jim. Just try to remember that. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a little late I'm to pull the race card. It's a little late to pull the race card. Field day with you later. It's a little late to pull the race card. I'm not pulling a race card. I'm not pulling a race card. What I'm saying is, is that we're supposed to be debating whether or not biblical slavery is immoral or not. And all you're doing mm -hmm. is laughing. You're not making any sound rational. I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing at you. You're not even talking about it. Dude, okay, you know, everybody in the chat, all 127 of you that have laughed, you sh you shouldn't have. Do me a favor, Jim. Tell me what my position is, Jim. I know what your position is. Tell me what my position is. That slavery is everything and nothing is slavery. Two seconds. One, th this is, um, it's like perfect timing. Endo XD says, could you guys steel man each other's position quickly? Okay, their <clears throat> position is, is that slavery is immoral across the board. And that the Bible does not at all, in any under any circumstance whatsoever, uh, make rules against slavery at all. At least Jim Majors holds that position. He thinks that slavery is wrong yeah. across the board. Didn't Michael uh, didn't say a whole lot, so I can't really say anything a whole lot different than, than, than what he's already said. Jim Majors is also strawman the Bible like no one else has ever done, even worse than Matt Dillon hunting today, because Jim Majors has never read the Bible. Are you, are you aware that I'm a PhD candidate in Hebrew Bible? I'm aware that blue, that evilbible.com exists and that anybody can go on that website. Are, no, no, no. Are you are you aware that I'm attending an academic institution that I already have a master's in uh, a master of divinity in New Testament studies that, it, it that I have also, preached? I'm sorry, I apologize. Uh, but Benny Hinn and several other uh, prosperity pimps out there also went to school too. That don't mean nothing, sir. 
Nothing. Well, if you've ever been, then you would know that you have to read the Bible in order to, to graduate. And Let's everybody go. watching this knows that you don't know what you're talking you're about. An idiot. You're an idiot. Let's give Michael and uh, uh, Jim a chance to steal man praise and G-man. Uh, well, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be real quick, Michael. I'll, I'll let you sure. have yeah. our last word. Um, I, I'm not going to say anything about, about G-man and his position uh, because it's my position that I know. And it is that if nothing else, and I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again, if nothing else, if God was not against anything else, he was against the Israelites owning each other for longer than six years. Okay, even if we want to say that that slavery is slavery, they were against owning for your fellow Hebrew for longer than six years. But he was okay with owning people's children, those same people. Of, of them owning those children forever and them never being able to see it unless he also entered into a lifetime of servitude. So this is steel man. <laughs> I, well, I so. I'm I, again, I start out. I'm not saying, I'm not talking about your, your position. I'm, this is my, my last, my last word. Okay. So I don't, I don't care what, what you think. Next up. Uh, appreciate And, and that, that's it. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Not yeah, so, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, God said it. I believe it. That settles it. That's their position. Gotcha. Mothra J, thanks for your super chat set. Is it slavery if somebody PayPal's you? I don't understand. Mark Reed, thank you for your question. Said, G-Man, do you know how to buy an African person? And if you do, why do know? Why do you know, I think they mean? I'd like to uh, answer the other statement that was made where, where it was said that uh, God, um, what Jim Major said that God only... Uh, the only, God's only against uh, Hebrews owning other Hebrews for longer than six years. And Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 68, for those of you who have heard me read this again, it says, And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships by the whereof I spoke unto thee. Thou shalt see it no more again. And that you should be sold unto your enemies for bondsmen and bondswomen, and no man shall buy you. Well, there's your problem. Again, James. I'm not done, sir. I just got finished reading this. Let me explain what I just got finished reading. Okay. The punishment for the Israelites for, for, for breaking the, com the covenant that they made with God is that they would be enslaved or be in bondage or servitude to these other nations. That would be... That yes, would be yes, not by the fellow Israelites. Persians, can I please finish? The Medes and the Persians, okay? It would be the Greeks and it would be the Romans. And actually, the, if you look the, at the, the land Babylonians. of Israel today, I'm not finished. If you look at the land of Israel today, they are literally uh, uh, in servitude to every other nation on the planet. You don't know what you're <laughs> talking about, Jim. Okay, because their their their, their, their capital sir. is is. Gotta make you anti-Semitic, sir. One last time for the slave being paid. Um, average uh, Joe eleven prison are being paid all the time. Average, a dollar and a quarter. Yeah. Average average Joe eleven says, if G man is against slavery, why does he get owned so often? Okay, next up, Detective oh. Ruby. Just teasing. Come on, that was just a playful one. Ru Detective Ruby says, G man WWE career. Let's see. Um, could have taken off, but didn't. And here we are. Well, I can tell you, G-Man, if anybody knows how to cut a promo well, it's you. And so WWE might be an opportunity as well. Magellan says, G-Man, how many slaves does it take to change a light bulb? And how much would you pay them if they messed it up? Is it okay to beat them? I'm not answering that question. I'm done answering questions until somebody asks me something about slavery. Gotcha. Next up, I think that uh, Jay Mixon is in the house. Good to see you, Jay. Says, G-Man, why didn't you engage with 
Digital Hammurabi on Godless Engineer's show. You really um, should have. I want that. I want it. I want to take him on and Matt Dillahunty. I'll, I'll squish him. I really will. Yeah. And believe me, there's no glory in destroying Matt because I did it twice. Jo- Josh will fuck you guys up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Next up. Josh, Josh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is Digital Hammurabi? Is Digital Hammurabi? Oh, my gosh. Well, you're just, they're just going to strut around like they are right now. Like, they got they got totally Digital demolished Marvel tonight. And they're just Dr. walking Josh. around like they're on. Is that Dr. Josh Gaines he's talking about? Is that my Dr. Josh Gaines? I don't know who he is. I mean, Dr. Josh Bowen. Dr. Joshua Bowen. Yeah, he's a PhD. He's a godless engineer in some other G- guy. G-Man, G-Man, you haven't beat anybody. Yeah. He, he, you don't beat anybody. You don't even beat anything yourself. It's right there on my channel. You can go back there and watch it if you like. You can't Next even up, beat your meat without getting your ass kicked. a good opportunity for me to let you know, folks. All of our guests are linked in the description so you can hear plenty more where this came from. We really do appreciate you hanging out with us, folks. Sorry we didn't get to every single question, but we... Do want to respect the time of the debaters. We appreciate they've already been here for close to three hours. So want to say Jeez. thanks so much to our guests. It's been a true pleasure. And uh, yes, thank you everybody in the chat for hanging out with us. You make it fun. I'll be back with a post-credit scene in just a few minutes, which I will talk about the upcoming debates as I've put out a lot of uh, emails today to try to organize upcoming debates in March. It's going to be epic. But thank you one last time. We appreciate you. G-Man, Praise, Jim, and Michael, thank you so much for being with us My tonight. pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.